Live from the Bell Tower, taking a stand for your rights, your liberties, and all the bullshit in between. You're listening to Break the Bell Podcast. Welcome, everybody, to this special live edition of the Break the Bell podcast. Hello, beautiful bell breakers. I say special live edition not because the fact that it's live is special. It's because we decided to change things up this week because we need, and you people probably need, you people, people. us in particular, need a break from all the bullshit, really. Like, we're surrounded by it constantly. We're constantly digging into it for the show, for our own personal reasons, for... Um, posting shit all over Facebook, and so we're always d- just constantly like drowning ourselves in it. And we decided this is our week to take a break from it yeah. and kind of pull back from it, have a little bit more of a lighthearted show, yeah. lighthearted episode. Because fun fact, uh, we are a week away from our one year anniversary. We are one yeah. next week is our one one year. Almost said one week, one year <laughs> anniversary, one year of doing this show, which is crazy. Yeah, that it is. It's. It's one of those things where it doesn't feel like it's been a year, but it also feels, with all the shit that's happened in this year, it feels like it's been a long time. Because we've had, like, maybe two decades worth of shit to talk about in the last year. But then on the other side, it's just like, dude, it's already been a fucking year. That's crazy. Do you remember back when, uh, 2016, when all the celebrities were dying, and musicians, and people were like, oh my gosh, 2016 sucks. It's the Mm. worst year ever. And then, like, 2020 hits. And nobody ever looks at 2016 anymore. And we kept saying, it's 2021 is going to be worse. Just wait. Just well, watch. It, it's like every year I'm like, could it possibly be worse than 2020? And it's like, yep, it's worse. <laughs> and 2019, going into 2020, it's like, well, 2019's over. Hopefully 2020's better. Right, and right. It's never better. Yeah. It never gets better. We're here. Yeah. Um, like you said, it's been almost a year so these next two weeks will be slightly different than our traditional yeah. Unless uh, format. Unless something catastrophic happens. Unless something catastrophic happens. But to, uh, next week we plan to do something special, too, yeah. for our one year. Um, we're trying to get some of our some of our guests that have been on the show to come on and just kind of recap the last 12 months and uh, yeah. um, just kind of discuss all the bullshit. Even though a lot of the shit that we talk about that's happened the last 12 months is probably still happening now. Right. So it's probably just going to be like, well, that's no different than it is now, only on steroids now. But I know I have, I reached out to my brother. He said he's probably going to come on. I reached out to Gary Collins. He said he was down to come on as long as the time worked out. Reached out to Remzo. He is a super busy person right now. He's going to see what he can do. Okay. Hopefully we can get him on the show and we'll see who else we can get on the show too. So okay. some of our uh, favorite guests, not to say that they're not all our favorites, but some right. of the ones that um, we can at the drop of a hat, get back on the show right. really quick yeah. too. Like the ones that that'll um, are easier to get on and not have to work through scheduling and stuff. Yeah. So, so that's our plan for next week. Unless, like you said, something catastrophic happens that we have to cover. I'm like really cold down here right really? now. Oh, I'm it feels like amazing. almost shivering. Well, I've been down here for like two yeah, hours now. Okay. Um, so this week, again, doing a laid back episode. Um, we asked. I came to the realization last night that we had never done an AMA episode, and every podcast does an AMA episode, yeah. which is ask me anything episode, which can get really scary right, because right. people take that as, oh, anything. hold on, motherfucker. <laughs> you said ask me anything. I'm going to ask you anything. <laughs> so we got a list of questions out here that um, 
We're going to see if we can get through all of them. And if we get through them quick, we're also go I have some questions for me and Bill. We're going to kind of just ask you, like, maybe put each other on the spot yeah. here. And we also have a special guest coming on in a few minutes. Um, I'm not going to say who that is just yet. Um, I'll, I'll give an intro for him um, here in just a few minutes. So uh, we do have a more lighthearted guest, not like a political guest coming on. It's, we're just different feel this yeah, week. Maybe right. we'll talk some sports. Maybe we'll talk movies. Yeah. Maybe we'll talk Batman again. Who knows? Right. Who that, really that, knows? that went off the rails fast, didn't it? It did. This is kind of going to be like our um, back in the day back porch bonus episodes yeah. where we just just shot the shit. The, the um, comment section is open, so if you didn't get a chance to ask us a question or if you think of a question while we're uh, going through this, just hit us up in the comment section or hit us up in the Facebook forum with your questions so that way uh, we can keep this thing interesting because yeah. we like to yeah. keep it interesting. Yeah, we, we, We're not like the Biden administration. We, we <laughs> want to be caught off guard with your questions. We'll so, try uh, not to circle back. Yeah, right. Like Jen Psaki. <laughs> I should have got a clip for when we didn't want to answer it of Jen Psaki yeah, right. saying, I'll circle <laughs> we'll, back I'll circle to that, back one. that one. So uh, maybe while the intro plays, if I can pull that up, maybe I'll get that <laughs> that sound bite, but not likely. Mm -hmm. And I don't necessarily want to hear her voice I anyway. I was going to say, we, we don't, don't want to throw it off. Right. Before we get too far into this and forget, we got to mention our Coffee Fix of Freedom, which is the Run Your Mouth Coffee, which is the official coffee of the Break the Bell podcast. They are promoters of free speech primarily it's like their primary job is to promote free speech even though they're a coffee company right they primarily want to promote free speech and in the meantime they want to sell coffee too and it's delicious coffee uh, a good product coffee very good product not, uh, not mcdonald's coffee fresh roasted coffee got it right this time yes to your delivered to your door um check them out at rymcoffee.com and tell them we sent you with the promo code break the bell all one word no spaces break the bell and you'll get 10% off of your order plus 10% shipping or 10% off your order plus free shipping there you go there we go who doesn't like free or cheaper stuff like exactly. discounts i mean i like discounts i like free stuff um free shipping 10% off your order um uh, with the promo code break the bell that is founded by um, one of our former guests, um, John Odermatt of the Lions of Liberty podcast, and then also his partner, which is Ben Pangy of the Homestead and Homeschools podcast. So like-minded podcaster people yeah. promoting free speech, selling a good product, selling coffee, which I love coffee. Right. Can't so go wrong with that. You can't. So go to rymcoffee.com, buy their coffee, tell them we sent you with the promo code Break the Bell. That's it. Enjoy Do it. coffee. Drink it. And enjoy it. Yes. I demand you to enjoy it. So let's move on. Um, we got, like I said, after the intro, we got a special guest coming on to promote his music album. This is uh, going to be Matt Berg of the band At The Wayside. There's some uh, people I bumped into over, over the years, a band I've bumped into, and I know Matt really well over the years. So they got a new album released and he's going to come on the show to promote it. And then we're just going to maybe put him on the spot too and see, Very see nice. where this conversation goes. Maybe he, he m might not have seen this coming, but yeah, right. he's like, I'm going to come on and promote my music. And we're going to be like, what do you think about nine 11 motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> he's going to be like, oh, um, you know what? We're done. <laughs> oh, shit. I did not sign. I specifically told my manager I was not going to answer that. Now, um, he'll be on right after the intro video to to um, talk about his 
um, new musical venture, his his new album out. So we'll hear a little bit about that when when we come back from this intro video. Before we get there, we got to mention uh, check us out all over social media. Share this all over the place. We are on Twitter. I'm spending more time on Twitter now than I are even you? want to, but I find myself like spending more time on Twitter and getting more involved in it because um, that's kind of where things move more rapidly. Then Facebook moves yeah. like the pace of a snail sometimes it it when does. it comes to like um, increasing following and stuff like that. So we are on Twitter, even though I hate it. We are on MeWe. I don't spend as much time on MeWe, but I do get there. So if you want to spend more time on MeWe, let us know. If you are on MeWe, hit us up. Um, we're on Parler, but I have not been able to get that platform. It's yeah, like server's it's been, been kinda kind of wonky lately. I don't know if they crashed again or if it's just not working. Oh, yeah. I might have to reload on my phone and see if it works. Is anybody still using Parler? Is that still a thing, or is that a thing of the past? I don't know. I think it's past. Now. That's like MySpace now. All right. Oh, man, I fucking miss MySpace. Right? We let Tom down. We let fucking Tom down. I mean, Tom just wanted to give us the world. He was my first friend on And we all MySpace. moved to, was everybody's first to Zuckerberg, and we're like, oh, look at what Zuckerberg's yeah. doing. And Zuckerberg's a prick. And Tom's like, you know, fuck all you guys. Yeah, and we're right. like, I'm taking my MySpace and going to Indonesia. Yeah, and we're <laughs> like, Tom, come back. Man, yeah. I would kill to have Tom I back. I know, right? I think this, this podcast would blow up on MySpace. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> I think MySpace does still exist, but it's owned by, like, FoodNetwork.com or some something that's weird like that. Weird that's turn. like bizarre. Yeah, yeah, it's something stupid weird like that. So um, it, you and, know, it's and not Rachel Ray. Yeah, um, and then we're on the new AntiNewsLive.com platform, which is a platform for sp free speech where you're not going to get kicked off unless you're a total dick. Which our mon mantra is: don't be a dick. Just just don't be a dick. Right. Um, and. You won't have to worry about getting deplatformed like some of these other platforms, like especially what like two three months ago during the great social right. media purge. purge. You don't have to worry about that. Go to antinewslive.com. Sign up. It's is similar to all the other podcast or social media platforms. Yeah, join in the fun there. Otherwise, I think that's about think that's all good. of them. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you'll find us on other things. Um, if you do want to uh, help sponsor us, help fund us, um, we are on Patreon. We do put out bonus content. I have not done it in a while. I'm going to get back in the routine of doing that. So I apologize to the people that are our Patreons. It's been a really busy year so far. Yeah. Um, go to patreon.com slash break the bell. Check out all our perks on there, the bonus content. And if you subscribe now, you may get our swimsuit calendar. Oh, I, we, we should totally come up with a swimsuit calendar. That would be scary. I mean, we came up with our Christmas picture last right? year. This year, yeah. we got to step up our game with a swimsuit calendar. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> got to make that a thing. I think we've said enough. It's about time <laughs> to have. get into this intro and get back here with this more lighthearted episode. Yeah, Are you ready for it. this, Bill? I am. Let's go for it. What did you say? You talking to me? What what the heck are you talking about? What did you say? What did you say? What did you say? Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? What did you say? What did you say? Are you talking to me? Well, maybe he was talking to me. What did you say? Talk to me. Heaven's name you're talking about. Talk to me, talk to me, talk to me, baby! 
from the band At The Wayside, which I'm trying to get Matt from At The Wayside on, but my invite didn't go through. So bear with us and listen to this happy music while we wait. Hang on just a second. Ah, and the music just died. This is Matt of... (laughs) At the wayside, Matt, we are not claiming to be professionals here, which is why we didn't have the Zoom link ready for uh, to get you in when I wanted to. Matt, I have not talked to you in probably seven years. How's it going? Uh, it's going all right. Can you hear me okay? Oh, yeah, we yeah. got you good. You can't see my co-host. Yeah. This is Bill, but um, we try to hide him from our guests so it doesn't scare them away. Hey, Matt. Hey, Bill. How's it going? Going good, man. Matt, um, we just played a clip of your recent album, which is, I'm going to flash this up on the screen, actually, so people can see it, Somewhere somewhere Between, is that right? That's correct. So, new album, new music, I haven't heard really much about from you guys in a while. Like I, like I said earlier in the show, I bumped into you guys like um, probably seven or eight years ago, and then we kind of did a... I guess you could call a music venture for a while there, and we um, hung out for a little bit. But um, let us know what what's going on with your band. Who is at the wayside? Tell me, so, tell me uh, a little bit about you. Yeah, so we've been a band since 2012 as at the wayside, okay. um, and right now it consists of myself, our singer Phil Carper, uh, our bass player Brett. O'Hearn and our drummer Andy Lutz. All right. So Andy actually founded the band with us in 2012, uh, and he left. We had another drummer named Gabe for a while, who you also know. Yeah, he's actually uh, how I met you guys is through through Gabe because I knew right. Gabe really well. And then uh, and then Gabe left, and our very close friend JD uh, joined the band, and he played with us for the last few years and um he just recently left and andy came back nice so it's like a family reunion one question that i'm sure you're asked all the time and i'm sure it drives you absolutely insane is who do you sound like who does your band sound like um yeah we do we get that a lot and usually it's from people that wouldn't necessarily know the bands that I tell them anyways. Right. <laughs> uh, so it, it makes it really hard to describe. Um, but we've been described as uh, like pop punk, easy core ish, uh, similar to newfound glory. We get newfound glory a lot, uh, which is cool because they're a fantastic band. Oh, yeah. So definitely appreciate the comparison. Well, you don't even uh, hear bands like newfound glory anymore. <laughs> most of the, 
pop punk quote unquote bands around that era that still exist today have gone full blown pop and it's kind of bullshit. So, so it's if you sound like old school newfound glory, then that's a great thing because that was a great genre of music back then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's uh, and it still is. I mean, we there are a lot of really talented bands still putting out music. Uh, you know, the story so far is a huge, huge influence on me personally, or uh, you know, band that I'm a huge fan of. Um, Neck Deep is very good. Um, you know, I mean, I could go on Trash Boat. There are a lot of bands that are just really awesome that are still actively putting out music in the genre. So, um, how has, uh, have you, have you guys been active all like consistently or did you guys take a break or, um, how did, how did COVID affect that? Did you guys take a break through COVID or did you try to stay active? Did you do anything virtual, anything to keep the band going or did you just kind of take a step back during that time? Uh, so before COVID we had not been very active. I, part of that is actually uh, responsibility falls on me. I travel for work and I'm gone a lot. So it was tough for us to coordinate shows. Um, we had some close friends of ours fill in for me at shows I couldn't make. Um, but it's a bummer to not be at the shows, Mm -hmm. you know? And, uh, so before COVID hit, things were actually kind of ramping up. Uh, we played a, huge show with some 41 and broadside in december of 2019 and we had uh i think six or seven shows after that and then everything canceled Mm -hmm. completely yeah yeah it's been that was tough i mean and you know of course when it happened we're we're playing it safe like everybody else and uh you know it, it is what it is. At that time, the music industry completely shut down. Hmm. And uh, also during that time, I continued to work. So I had about, I had two weeks off for vacation from work last year, mm-hmm. but that was it. So I was on the road um, the whole pandemic. It, it's the amount of work that goes into live streaming um, in general I'm, obviously, you know, um, there's a lot of work involved, but then yes. when you add that aspect of multiple instruments and everything else, it's, you know, very time consuming. And uh, it was something that we just couldn't quite coordinate mm-hmm. at the time. So we didn't, we kind of took a step back and just reevaluated. We worked on, um, you know, the new music and everything. So that's kind of where we were at. Well, I'm sure the dynamic of getting everybody together now versus 10 years ago is completely different with people have getting married, having kids and things like that, coordinating with wives as well as coordinating with each other and jobs and stuff. So that part of it probably really doesn't help to to keep going the at the pace that you probably were going 10 years ago or 2012 whenever you started this thing. Um, I don't know. Were you married when you started the band? Um. I, I was not married when we started the band, but I was with my wife. So we've been together for 10 years this year, actually. Okay. Okay. But, uh, we were, Phil and I and Andy were in a band previously before we formed at the wayside, but, um, at the wayside was kind of a refreshment of 
music that we had just started writing and it made more sense to start fresh than um, continue on with an old band name. Mm. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, so do you guys, do you guys have plans to tour this year for your album? When did the album drop? Was it like a week ago that it dropped? Uh, we just, we put it out on April 20th, actually. Okay. So it's been about a month. Cause now. that's the date that nobody's going to forget. Oh, of course. Of course. Did you, <laughs> you know. did anybody, uh, partake in the 420 activities? Um, uh, in, in, in I don't know. I mean, maybe people listening. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I can say for myself, no. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Uh, not my thing, but, uh, you know, to each their own. Right. Well, you are in Illinois, so it is legal now there. So, um, who knows? I, I, I could care less if you did or didn't. I just was wondering. Um, but back to my question, are you doing a tour for this release? I, I know you said you're crazy busy. Are you playing shows now? Are you back to doing anything live or how's that? Uh, going? Yeah. So we, uh, we had our first show, uh, since the pandemic hit on April 17th, right before we dropped the EP and, it went great. I mean, you know, it was awesome. Everybody, it was in Rockford, which is where Brett and I both live. Uh, Phil and Andy both live in Wisconsin. So uh, it was kind of a, like a hometown type of show. And it was, it, it was fantastic. Yeah. And a nice refresher to get back, at, back in the motion yeah, of it's, that. It's amazing how many muscles you don't use when you're not jumping around on stage oh like yeah leg muscles and especially when you're getting else. in your mid 30s now i'm guessing so it's probably yeah, a i whole just different... turned 31 so i don't want to say mid 30s yet all right fair enough i'm in but my mid 30s and i know, I know you are <laughs> <laughs> i'm old as shit and bill's even older so right. yeah. um um was it a good turnout or were people timid to get out again after things open uh, up kind of a combination i mean there were quite a few people there but People were, you know, walking into the venue kind of nervous because they just didn't know what to expect. Sure, and, right. And we were kind of the same way for us, you know. Mm -hmm. um, like I said, I, I travel for work, so I've been all over kind of the country during this time. And uh, it, it was interesting to see something like that, especially in Illinois. Yeah, mm -hmm. that that was what I was going to down pretty tight. I yeah. was I was going to ask what are the restrictions like for like bars and stuff like that in Illinois? Um are is it still pretty closed off tight or was it pretty easy getting something going or how to go? It's pretty loose now, honestly. I mean, especially with uh, you know, vaccinations ramping up and people not wearing masks anymore because they've been vaccinated that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So, we just played a show Saturday night also in Rockford, actually, uh, okay. at District. And and it was, there were a lot of people there. We were the only non-heavy band on the bill. Yeah. <laughs> else was pretty brutal, which was awesome. Yeah. Well, you, you kind of get a little bit of attention being the only one that's not like all the other bands, I'm sure. But um, <clears throat> most people don't think of it from, of bands from like the business side. And we've talked a lot about how COVID affected and shut down a lot of small businesses. And I'm assuming you stay in, in contact with a lot of bands that you've played with throughout the years or have contact with. Has it affected, 
I, I'm sure it has, but how has it affected the business side of bands? Have you seen a lot of bands just like shutting down completely and just stopping, or are they hanging on like you guys did, or or how has that gone? How has COVID affected bands in that way? Yeah, a lot of bands that are friends of mine. Um, I mean, that's what they do for their main source of income, mm -hmm. and especially now with how little a lot of people are making with streaming services, uh, you know, playing live shows and selling merch is a huge, huge source of income. So when you lose that, I mean, I know, I know a lot of people that had to really kind of branch out and look for different ways to make money, mm -hmm. uh, whether it be just DoorDash or Grubhub or anything like that. I mean, or getting into different types of media, photography, videography, things like that. Well, I guess it, it in the very least, it makes people more creative. <laughs> I'd have to yeah, reach out sure. to other alternative sources of income, like you said. And, um, I mean, you never know when the next thing's going to happen. So, I mean, I guess that sets them up for success next time if they they try to expand on other skills and things. Not that I want them to move away from the music because... I mean, we all love music, and if that goes away, um, this world sucks. So, um, oh, big time, yeah. But, but yeah, just getting people creative and getting their creative juices flowing because I mean, musicians are already like some of the more creative people out there. So, um, getting their brains flowing on, on other creative sources of income, creative ventures and stuff. So, I, I guess that part's not a bad thing necessarily, but it is very. Um, unfortunate to see small businesses shutting down we've talked about that for over a year now or about a year now but i never even really processed the fact that um the small bands are getting hurt just as much if not more than the small businesses because i i i assume that uh the smaller bands can't pick up like ppp loans like small businesses can and to survive like no. that so it, it's it's interesting because it is a small business in a way i mean you're right. The bands that actually are able to succeed a little bit and make a little bit of money are the ones that actually run it like it's a business. And you always have to have that one guy that's being the asshole to all the other guys that just want to party and play their guitars and slam on the drums. You got that one guy that's like, guys, we got to actually make money here. And so um, you never even really consider that when it comes to things like this. It's like, yes, it is a small business, but they don't get the perks of a small business when it comes to like the PPP or the unemployment or anything like that. Right. Yeah. And it is, <clears throat> I mean, uh, you touched on it for a second there, but, um, one of the hardest things was seeing so many venues shut down mm -hmm. people that we were, you know, had played a lot of shows with before, uh, in addition to production companies guys that are booking shows and putting them on inside of venues um there are some guys that did a really killer job and uh you know it was tough to watch those guys i mean that that's their entire livelihood right. and i mean you know what can you do in that situation but diversify so mm -hmm. i mean i have a lot of friends that are tattoo artists that were doing artwork you know, paintings and things like that and selling them, which was really cool. That is cool. Uh, but yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's been tough for everybody. I'm sure it's been a lot harder on other people than it's been on me. I've, I've been able to get by and as a band, we've survived just, I mean, we all work jobs outside of the band. Mm -hmm. 
and we're all kind of in similar places with, uh, you know, our home life and everything. So we have a very, uh, there's a very cohesive nature to everything right now, which is pretty cool. Yeah, that's good that you're all kind of on the same page with it and have been able to keep things going. I am going to play um, a little bit of this uh, song that we were playing at the beginning when I accidentally cut it off when I brought you in. Oh, yeah, sure. Um, just so people get another another feel for um, what this new album, this album, like I said, is Somewhere Between by At The Wayside. And what was the name of the song that you sent me? Uh, Wait Up Part 2, I believe. Yep, yep, that's it. So, okay. So I'll play this real quick for about 30 seconds. All right. from at the wayside from their ep somewhere between this is matt berg we are talking with uh, matt I, I i'm down to keep you to talk about other stuff and put you on the spot if you want if you want to talk more than just your band because um what first of all before i go there i wanted to ask some bands not all bands a lot of bands like to avoid politics and stuff but some bands like to push politics in your face is, is your band at all political, or do they try to shy away from that stuff? Uh, as a band, we are not very political. Yeah. Um, we not, avoid that. You're not like Rage Against the Machine and uh, like no. burning flags and stuff like that? <laughs> we're, not, we're not like Rage Against the Machine. We're not like uh, Trapped. We're not. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's interesting because you picked two bands from two completely opposite spectrums. One far, I far figured right, we had to far, be fair. Far. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> interesting my brother has a podcast actually and he had um he had gotten into like a twitter spat or something with the lead singer for for um trapped and he ended up actually getting him on his podcast and did some debating with him on there and it was it was really interesting and yeah he is he's very very right wing like and then you obviously rage against the machine is completely left-sided so um my personal take is i'd like to keep politics out of like 
I don't necessarily think it needs to be kept out of the music, but I, I can't stand the bands that sit there and just all they do is run their mouth about politics all the time. It's just yeah. like, I, I'm not, and it's the same with sports. I'm not one that's like, you know, I just shut, sit down and play football or whatever. It, it's like people have a voice, they have opinion. That's fine. But when your entire um, like feed is just blown up with freaking politics and stuff like that, it's just like, good God, man, I, I liked your music, but then you started talking and now I just can't stand you. So um, from what you said, though, you guys kind of shy away from the politics as far as a band's concerned. Yeah. Yeah, I would say so. Um, do you guys have the same politics or do you guys are you guys kind of like system system of a down and um, like have politics uh, spats between? With, you guys? I was actually just thinking about them as we were talking about, uh, you know, the different different polar opposites. Um, no, I would say that we're we're kind of a mixed bag. I mean, we're not all of the exact same mindset about everything. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's important to surround yourself with people that don't necessarily see everything the exact same way that you do. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that's, we talk about like, don't get yourself in your like echo chambers mm -hmm. because you don't really expand your own right. like thinking when you, you, you see the people that, like shut down or delete comments from people that opposed them right. and um they won't even engage with people they just shut down it's just like what the fuck are you even learning yeah or like how are you even expanding when you um can't even allow right some kind of disagreement yeah. or any kind of challenge to your views you know and be like well mm -hmm. why do you believe that because i heard somebody say it once <laughs> do you see us pulling out of this at all anytime soon do you see any hope for us to like actually move forward or do you think we're just going to constantly be spiraling the direction we're spiraling um i think it's good to hope that things will get better sure um yeah i'm not one that i mean i guess that's about as much as yeah. i'll put into that because <laughs> i i don't know i mean I feel like things are on an upswing right now and uh you know a lot of people are out getting vaccinated and being more comfortable being in public and restrictions are lifting some and I think mm -hmm. that that's mentally a very positive thing for the general population yeah to get out of their houses and spend time with other people and um I mean, we wanted to get out and start playing shows as soon as we possibly could sure. within reason, given the situation. Yeah, no, I, I, I can understand that you guys were itching to get out, not only A, to finance your band, but B, to just continue to do the things that you love to do. So when all this um, political bullshit is, uh, or even just the COVID stuff or all the stuff that's preventing you from doing what you love to do, I that that can that could just be the the thing that would break a band, I would think, even if it didn't financially break you, just like you were talking like the mental aspect of it is just like, um, you know, is it even worth to keep pushing forward when it's this much work? But um you guys have pushed through it, you guys have put out a new album. Um, so it's good to see you guys are still on the move. Um hopefully hopefully things keep opening back up so you guys have more and more opportunities to to keep doing what you guys love to do um yeah for sure but like like i said this is uh they're at the wayside their new album ep is somewhere between somewhere between man i keep tripping yes. over that um That's this is right. 
This is Matt Berg. We're going to get you out of here, Matt. We do have a few other things right. we got we got to cover this week. So um, I, I could keep you on and talk all, freaking for hours because we haven't talked, like I said, in like six years or so. So yeah. But um, we're going to have to catch up some more sometime. Um, we'll, we'll see and try to get you back on some other time. Do you, uh, what's your next show, Matt? Uh, our next show right now, I believe is June 25th at the back bar in Janesville, Wisconsin. Nice. Well, there you go. If you are at that date may be wrong, but oh. <laughs> I believe that is the correct date, but it is the right place. So it should say on their website. There it is go. the right. Yes. All yeah. Right. It is the right place. Very nice. Why don't you tell everybody where they can find your new album, where they can find out more about your band and find the actual info, um, and dates for the shows in case you are wrong on that. Yeah. So it, if you get on our Facebook page, uh, we keep that up to date pretty well. We have links to everything on there. Uh, as far as the album goes, you can stream it just about anywhere where you stream music. Mm -hmm. um, it's on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music. Uh, and I don't know, whatever else, whatever other streaming services are out there. Everywhere it's, where people know how to use the Internet. Just go. It, yep. Most people. Yeah. I don't know. I, th I think some people don't know how, but there are a couple. Go find your streaming yeah, service and look up at the wayside. That's all you got. The whole do. thing was done in uh, in Phil's basement, pretty much. Oh, so wow. recorded, mixed, mastered everything. That's impressive. Um, Phil put in a lot of hours on that. So, well, it sounds really good for being Thank done you. in your basement. I, I enjoy it a lot. We're gonna continue for the next few weeks to promote your music, just to help you get your name out there, get the album out there, because I'm sure you guys appreciate all the help you can get with everything that's going on right now and and we like to support other people because people support us so we like to return favors so we're going to continue to promote your music for a few weeks just because we want to okay awesome yeah and we uh so shout out real quick my buddy rob for letting me use his basement i'm on the road <laughs> for work right now uh nice and um so next time I know this was kind of a last minute thing we mm -hmm. threw together real quick. Um, but next time I'd, I'd love to hook up with Phil and get him on here and the other guys, if they're available too. Sure. Um, and we can, you know, we can talk again then. Sure. Sounds good. I'll put you on the spot and say, bring an acoustic guitar and maybe you guys can uh, give us a little bit of a show. Uh, we, That's a possibility. What's oh, we have a question. Uh, are Are you a 007 fan? Am I a 007 fan? Because uh, of the poster I, behind you, I'm yeah, guessing. Right, <laughs> yeah, this is actually... Uh, Your buddies. This belongs to Rob, but yeah, it's all cigar labels. You can't really see from there, but oh, it's cigar oh, labels. That's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah, it, it's very cool. And he's got a pretty cool whiskey collection behind me here as oh, well. It's quite the man cave. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, it I, really I, is. Yeah, it's a good setup. Man, it must suck for you to have to get stuck in that basement with all that whiskey <laughs> for a night. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> all right man i'll let you get out of here take a picture of that uh cigar label thing and send it to me so i can get a better, oh yeah better for look sure at it. he's got another one that's jack nicholson that i'll send oh, you that's nice. very cool that's yeah. badass all right man it, it's been a pleasure having you on um like i said check out at the wayside all over social media all over spotify wherever you stream music and check out this new album support small bands or smaller bands any bands, really, the way we've been promoting to support small businesses because they are being affected the same, if not harder, than small businesses are when it comes to COVID and stuff. So if you like music, continue to support the local bands and and all music in general because they need it just as much as everybody else. Absolutely. Thanks again for coming on, Matt. We will uh, catch you next yeah, time. Yeah, thanks for having me. Nice to meet you, Matt. Yep.
All right, bye. Yep, thanks, Bill. All right, that was Matt, like I said, with At The Wayside. Make sure you check out their latest EP. This is something we haven't done is get, like, music guests on because um, we generally, like, hang out in the political realm and the news realm. But it's nice to dabble. It is, and um, I had gotten back in touch just on social media with him. He just, I mean, it wasn't like he was like, hey, man, promote me on your show. No, we were just talking back and forth. And I had checked out his album. I was like, hey, you want to come promote your your stuff? And he's like, yeah. that'd be awesome. So it worked out really well for us, especially this week being the laid back week that it was. Um, it's time to move on. That went longer than I anticipated, but we still got time to get to some questions and answers. Some nitty gritty. Yeah, this might go a little bit longer since we talked so long with Matt. Sure. We, I want to get to some of these people's questions. Yeah, so, definitely. Um We'll get to a break shortly, but it is not time for a break yet, so don't even think that for a second. It didn't even cross my mind. All right, good. So I want to bring up some of the list of questions that people had asked. Like I said, this is the first AMA, which I had to look up what AMA actually What does AMA mean? Ask me anything. That was American Music Awards. (laughs) (laughs) Ask me anything is what it means. I've always known what it was, but I'm just like, what what is AMA? Mm. Ask me anything. And I was like, duh. Freaking dumb. Makes sense. So the first few questions came from a freaking troll, I think. (laughs) Okay. So here's my first question that I was asked. What's your fucking problem? Bill, I'm going to let you take that one. What what's my fucking problem? What's your what's, fucking problem? What's your fucking problem? What's our fuck? Uh, what do we, do we have know. a collective fucking problem? I don't know. What's what's your fucking problem, Bill? Oh man, I don't think we have time to get into that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's long, deep, and dark. <laughs> All right. The next question he asked: Why are you the way that you are? Mm. That gets really dark too. <laughs> it does. It does. I the, we might have to do this after midnight. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be a, with the lots af- of alcohol. <laughs> the, af- the after hours bonus special. <laughs> What gives you the right, and how dare you? <laughs> is this Greta Thunberg? <laughs> <laughs> I know where this is going. This is straight from the office, and this is from my, from the troll uh, of the uh, System Is Down podcast, yes. my brother. Of course, that um, troll. So let's get into some real questions that um, came to us through our various social media groups, our various social media <laughs> platforms and also just people we reached out to saying hey ask me a question so we have things to talk about on this because when i first posted it nobody was answering it's like well this is going to be a really boring episode ama episode if there's no um a's to a (laughs) so um the first question um i was asked real question is what does your podcast setup look like and i've posted this on social media and first of all you got this behind us this is the, this it's is the like best part of inside it. Inside look of the bell tower. And I have no, I'm not, we're not trying to hide anything or anything. No. So I'll, I mean, I'll show you what you my can setup so, looks show like. Show the sawed off shotgun under the desk. Oh, shit. No, no, because I don't want to get arrested for that. Okay. All right. So this is what my podcast setup looks like. It is what it is. I mean, some yeah. people like that's a lot. Some people like probably like, well, that, what the hell are you doing right. here? That's pretty big. It's what works for us. Um, let's see. I'll, I'll tell you what all we're running here. We are running a Mackie Pro 
FX12 soundboard because it's fucking awesome. It has way too many channels for what we need, but it has these awesome sliders on it, and I couldn't <laughs> get a smaller one with the sliders, and I wanted yeah. the, the, the faders. The sliders. I yeah. wanted the faders, so I could fade music. We can do music. cool like, different voices and stuff. We can. There so, is yeah. effects and stuff on it. We haven't even dabbled on that no. yet. And no. then I'm running my freaking laptop, which is just a Lenovo Yoga. I don't have a Mac because I'm not cool, no. um, like most recording people Someday, do. maybe. We are running um, Shure microphones. I got an SM58. You got an SM48. And then a bunch of monitors and lighting and stuff like that and a webcam, which is a... Logitech something or another. We're both running Logitechs, so yeah. I, I, I don't know the exact names of the cameras, but that is our podcast setup. Here is, that's me, what I'm running, and here is a look of, oh, I don't even have it up, so never mind. It's going to give you a look <laughs> of what Bill's running. He has his hands and a cell phone. Yeah, um, I try to keep it simple. I'm a minimalist. <laughs> he is a minimalist, and I am very much not so. Like I said, we we kind of go. I it might be overkill for what we do, but it makes things easy, and I like it. And yeah, it works for us. So exactly. So if you wanted to know what our podcast setup looks like, that's what it looks like. <laughs> when is the next time you think you will go out and watch a Cardinals game in person, Bill? I'm gonna let you take this one. <laughs> I think they were referring to you on that one. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, I, I probably um in. A, the next five years. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you are talking to me, I um, the Cardinal Stadium announced that in mid-June, in the next couple weeks, they will be opening back to full capacity. They were at like very minimal capacity at the beginning of the season. Then for this last week, they opened up like 10,000 more people. So, I mean, you can feel the energy difference yeah. just oh, watching oh, it on yeah. TV. Uh, yeah. It's crazy. I'm sure. Especially going from like the cardboard cutouts and the fake yeah. audience noise last year yeah. to now, but opening back to full capacity next month. So it really depends, though, yeah. on if they're going to require like vaccine passports, whether yeah. or not I'll did, get. Did the baseball players? Did they ever come out and like say like, you know, it kind of sucks without the fans? I mean, did they ever interview any of the, the players? Did they ever like comment on the feedback from not I'm having not, fans in there? I'm not sure. I do know that. From all the commentators, they were just saying that um, the energy, like yeah. they could just feel the difference in, yeah. in, like just things are just so much more energetic now. Yeah. And, well, and I, I saw an interview uh, football-wise uh, mm -hmm. with the quarterback for the Steelers, and he he had mentioned that it, it's hard to get like because you're not getting, you don't have that energy, you don't have right. the, that that crowd. Uh, enthusiasm pushing you, and sure. so it makes it a little difficult. So I, I this isn't. The question, but it is in relation. Um, yeah, I was going to ask you: Are you going to get? When are you going to get back yeah, into so, like, press um, sports? I believe they're going to try it. Well, so towards the end of the year, they started opening up, and so the Steelers are playing in Kansas City, which I love watching the Steelers in Kansas City. It's always yeah. fun. Um, however, they're playing the day after Christmas. Ooh, yes. So the other option is they play up in Green Bay in October, and so I'm going to try to go to that. That's Actually, cool. I would love to see the Steelers play. Green Bay. Yeah, I think, um, and it's hard for me not to do this now that I've been to one Cardinals game and revolved an entire vacation around that Cardinals game to not plan that every year. Right. But two years ago, we did that. We went to St. Louis. We caught a Cardinals game. We went to um, some of the other attractions in the area, mm -hmm. went to the Arch and stuff. The kids loved it. Yeah. Went to the City Museum. I don't know if you've been there, but it, no. it's it's freaking awesome. It's like a play place on steroids for adults. So, yeah. Um, but I think this year we're going to try to get back 
to St. Louis to watch a game and then maybe hit up like the caves and stuff on the way. There's like cool. Mark Twain's cave and then yeah. there's some caves down south of St. Louis. Yeah. I'm not going to subject my kids to that vacation every year, but yeah. I I usually go solo when I go to the Steelers. Um, yeah. But I love going to Kansas City. There's a jazz bar downtown old Casey, uh the Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Um good music, cigars, good whiskey. Um you know, I like hitting up Minsky's Pizza, uh, Arthur Bryant's Barbecue, Best Barbecue. Yeah. I mean, I love it. I love barbecue. I don't know. I've never had barbecue in KC, so I might oh, have to hit up some KC barbecue. I was going to say, I might have to try to do some KC. That'd be good. So, my next question, this is a more serious, like more along the terms of stuff we talk about. Sure. Which isn't a prerequisite for asking a question here, but it just happens to be. Do you think Biden will finish his first term? I do not. I don't. I, don't I think either. he's. Uh, I think he's tanking hard. Um, I, I'm not one to nitpick someone's, uh, um, you know, speech patterns. Mental you know, be like, oh my gosh, did you hear what he said? Right. Um, you know, you know, when he screws up reading or whatever. I mean, you know, it is what it is. But yeah. I, I think his his policies. I think um, pissing off allies. Um, you know, favoring Russia on the the pipeline, which I know is. is it's being twisted politically, um, but at the same time, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just, I, he's going to start making gaffes. I don't think physically and mentally he can handle it, and I think he's going to do a quick downgrade probably in the next year. Okay. And um, and so no, I don't see him finishing his first term. I'm going to go on a more conspiracy side. Yes. And say maybe. Because we had talked about that he wouldn't make it like a couple months, and right. that I mean, we joked that Kamala Harris right. is the the one who's in charge. Yeah, that they're just looking to get him in because there's no way she could have ran or won a presidential election. So yeah. they're just trying to get her or him in and then push him aside. And, and to be honest, with the decisions he's been making, I could see it being her because it just shows a lot of inexperience. Yeah, it's not something someone who's been in politics forty seven years would do right typically well my whole thought is that they have set up contingencies in place not necessarily to take him out but in case they need to take him out that they can drop the hammer because there's more stuff coming out about hunter biden we had talked on the weekend wrap-up we just Mm -hmm. kind of mentioned the fact that all these like tentacles that hunter Mm -hmm. biden had reach with um with all these other like business dealings during um Biden's vice presidency, it wouldn't be hard for them to, I mean, maybe these were contingencies put in place by his own party to be like, look, it's not working out for you. Drop the hammer, impeach him. Who's in charge now? Kamala Harris is in charge now. Yeah. You know, maybe they wasn't necessarily the plan to do that, like we joked about, but I think they are going to have a backup plan in place just in case if things don't, if Biden doesn't play ball or if Biden starts to like slip. Mm-hmm. Well, it's it's kind of like when Nancy Pelosi started talking about the invoke like the right. the group to kind of evaluate the 25th is the 25th amendment, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um talk about that and take a look at that and have like a uh what did she call it? Just like a panel that would look at all the different ways to change it or implement right. the 25th amendment. And so we had kind of said that and that 
this isn't going after Trump because Trump's on his way out. This is right. they're looking at Biden here. Yeah, right. And so putting that in place to maybe be a contingency plan just in case they need to bump him out when mm-hmm. when they need to. So I, I I don't think they're going to be caught with their pants down either no. way. And no. I don't see Biden making it four years at no. all. I think he his mental capacity is not all there. Yeah. And I'm not saying that to. Like put him down, no. and and it's I, not an age thing. It's he's got something wrong with him. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, he just does. It's not people have been like, well, that's kind of ageist. Well, no, no yeah. it has nothing to do with age. No, because I mean, there's been old presidents. Yeah, right. Well, Reagan's a bad example, <laughs> <laughs> but there have been. Yes, been a, Eisenhower was old. Yeah, I, I mean, there's been old presidents. So you can't can't say that their age is is the no. problem here. Which it's, you you know you say that, and you know it makes me wonder like. Does every like um, party do they have a contingency for each president that's put in place? I mean, it would have been easy enough to take Trump out if they really mm-hmm. wanted to. Uh, you look at Obama. I mean, he had a lot of questionable connections that could have been you know pushed if they wanted to get him out. Um, and then Biden would have slid in. I mean, so it just kind of makes you think that you know. Well, it it kind of. <clears throat> reminds me of like all the conspiracy theories surrounding like the elites, like the Hollywood elites and right. stuff, where they get them in like maybe compromising spots where they can use them later for blackmail if yeah. they don't play ball. And I, mm-hmm. I, I think that happens in Hollywood, and oh, I wouldn't yeah. doubt it if it happens in politics too. Yeah. It's just like, well, let's just get them in a spot or have this thing on him, so if we need to, we can pull the plug and it just goes away, and we have, we're not going to just spiral out of control, we already have this planned out. Yeah. Kind of like they did the war games for um, the Trump election, mm-hmm. if this did happen or if that did happen. I think they probably war game out situations like... I can see that. ...with with presidents, too. Like, if for some reason he starts to slip more mentally, we're going to invoke 25th or we're going to drop this Hunter Biden stuff on mm-hmm. and, and yeah. transition as smoothly as possible. Yeah, no, I can see that. So... No is my answer. I don't think he'll finish <laughs> his first term. So let's let's move on here. Um, I have a question on. Do you have a question? I question? Have a yes. Question. No. Did you ever watch Corky Romano? Oh, I love Corky. Romano. Did you see that clip I posted? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, question. Yes. Yeah. No, that yes, that no, is my yes, wife's no. like one of her favorite movies. I and, yeah love that scene alone. I love <laughs> in that movie. All right. So. This comes. Let's see here. All right. Okay. Uh, would the average person get vaccinated just for the perks that are offered, such as free donuts, gift cards, drive your car around Talladega? Is it working to vaccinate more people? I think I think so. I think so, too. I think any, any, any kind of perk that you can offer that's like, oh, that sounds like a good idea. I mean, it, it's like it's like a, a coupon. For like, <laughs> I know we come back to coupon, but just like a, like a certificate or something that's like, spend ninety dollars and get forty dollars back. Right. Well, you you still just spent fifty dollars that you didn't intend to spend. You come back and you're like, oh, I got ninety dollars worth of shit for only fifty. I only spent fifty dollars. Like, yeah, but it's cheaper if you spent the zero that you intended right. to spend to begin with. Yeah, and it's like when you make something look good with like a promo like that. I mean, it's 
people like to get free shit. Yeah. People just do. So if you give like a VIP discount to the Hustler Lounge or right. or free donuts or something like that, when when people are already probably going to get it anyway, then they're probably just going to run out a little bit quicker and yeah. it's just going to solidify them. I, I see someone be like, no, I'm never getting vaccinated. And then they're sitting at home and be like, oh, man, donuts sound really good right now. <laughs> I get free ones if I get vaccinated. Okay. Let, all, right. all right. Let's do this. I mean, I mean, what, I mean well, you know, it's donuts. <laughs> it's donuts. I mean, I just got to get stuck once in the arm. Right, I mean, right. why not? Yeah. I, I think so. I think it's motivation, especially yeah. um, the lottery ones are interesting to me because you have very slim chance of getting nothing. Right, right. Yeah. But you know, all the lottery players out there that, that gamble on that, what, like one in like a billion percent chance oh, of yeah, hitting right. the lottery that still buy lottery tickets every year. So, yeah, you, you know that they would sign up for a chance to win yeah. a million bucks. Right. Yeah. Oh, well, of course. Yeah. Might as well do it. I mean, what's it going to hurt besides yeah. me growing like another limb or something <laughs> or getting a, a, having a stroke at the age of 25? Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, it, would it convince me to? No. I mean... No. Maybe if you offered me straight a million bucks, like yeah. handed me a million bucks, then maybe I would consider getting the vaccine. There's not a lot I wouldn't do for a million bucks. <laughs> just, just being honest. You heard it here. Uh, so uh, yeah. So if you're ever looking for something you really want done <laughs> and you have the money, <laughs> Craig will do it. <laughs> I mean, you see those posts like, "Would you punch your sister in the face for two million bucks?" It's like. Sorry, sorry, I'm going <laughs> to... Like, I'd do it for like a quarter of that, but okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I'd apologize to her right yeah, before. I mean, I th- I would I'll, feel, I'll split it with you. I feel she would understand. Yeah. Right. I mean, you, yeah. she'd have to understand. Yeah, right. If you're listening... <laughs> sister. Sister. I don't know if you want your name out there, but if you're listening... Yes. I'm sorry, but you understand. You and, understand where I'm coming yeah. from. And, and, and I'll give you a, a piece of the pie. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying I split a 50-50. No, no, no. I said a piece. I said a piece. A piece. Let's not get crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still doing the work. <laughs> exactly. All right. So, um, did you answer that one? Um, yeah. No. I yes. I I I, I agreed with you. I, okay. I mean, yeah. People are like you said. They're going to look for the deals. I mean, they may not want you know, and they might be like, you know, I didn't really care about it, but if I can get some donuts. Yeah, I'll go. F- I'll try. I'll try it. Yeah. So, here's one that is interesting to me that I never even really thought about because we talk about like voting, lo- getting out and paying attention to like lo- local government and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, this says, do you think public schools should be funded through local real estate taxes? Take into consideration renters, children that attend schools, homeschooling families, etc., or should they be funded by local taxes on purchases? So right now. Schools are funded by property tax. Yeah. So if right. you, I mean, if you don't own property, you don't pay taxes to that, and you, right. from what it sounds, you reap the benefits as a renter of the taxes that Other homeowners pay. are paying. Right. Yeah. And I, you know, it's funny because um, kind of ran into a problem with this this week. So we we homeschool our kids, mm-hmm. and uh, we, we have for my daughter for the last five years, my son for the last year, and um, they my my kids wanted to see what it'd be like to go to like a regular school and so we had been going to one district's homeschool right which were homeschool but they would take classes at this center like once a week we'd sign them up for a couple activities okay we swift shifted them over to a different district where they would spend half a day one day a week in a public school 
they'd be separated from the other public kids, but they would be in a public school and it would act like a public school. And so we, we did that this year. We got a bill from that school for registration fees, library fees, computer fees. Um, and I'm just like, um, okay, if our kids were in public school, we wouldn't have to pay this because we pay our taxes. Mm-hmm. Why do we have to pay it extra on top? Yeah. So and essentially we, we're paying our taxes. And, and in our county, property taxes are a lot. Yeah. And so we're paying our taxes, but we also got, are getting billed for the homeschool program that we're doing where our kids go half a day a week. Uh-huh. And so I was a little pissed off about that. Yeah. You know, um, I, I'm one where, and I think it was suggested by our governor, and I don't know where it went. Um, I think it's leaning more towards. Yeah. Okay. Where the, her suggestion was that each kid would be granted a, like a certain amount of money. And that money would go towards whatever would go to the parents to decide the educational choice they want for their kids. Mm-hmm. I think that's a great idea. I would gladly take my money and put it towards you know a private school or you know continue to homeschool, but have that money in house to to make pay for more or, curriculum and and stuff. Or, or, or along those lines. But that sounds kind of like Biden's child tax credit giving you back three hundred dollars a month. Or $500 a month. It's like, why don't you just let us have that money and well, spend yeah. it where we want it? And I I admitted to this, and I'm in some, like, different, like, libertarian social media chat groups and mm-hmm. stuff. And we, we've we never proclaimed to be hardcore libertarians. We both have libertarian leanings. Yeah. We both come—we're both former more right-leaning right. and kind of dragging more into the libertarian yeah. spectrum. So I, I came out as— because I'm in these things, and they're just, like, asking me stuff that I don't know because I haven't been in libertarianism right. enough to really understand what's going on. I just like to read up on this stuff and read their comments and stuff. So I was just like, look, you're, I'm, I have to admit I'm former right-leaning who moved into, like, political agnosticism, which is what I call it, where I don't believe in any of it. It's all yeah. full of shit. To now where I'm leaning more t- pro-libertarian. But I I assume, and I'm almost positive, libertarians would think, don't put any tax money in the schools. Have everybody keep their money. Yeah. Pay for whatever, privatize the schools, because, I mean, look at the quality of private schools versus public schools in the first Mm -hmm. place. I get that a lot of people can't afford private schools, so don't come at me like, well, we can't afford this, blah, blah, blah. But instead of giving us money to pay the private schools Mm -hmm. or to pay the public school of choice— let us keep our money and choose where we want to put our kids right. in, you know? Yeah. And I, I get that there there are people that don't have a full grasp of that libertarian concept of, like, getting off the welfare state and getting off the government-sponsored state. And I'm just getting into that, too, having a hard time, like, processing right. it myself. But I'm leaning more towards that. It's when, when I got asked that question, do you agree with this or should we take these taxes and put it— Dude, just stop taking our taxes right. and let yeah. us put it towards the schools. Right, yeah. Let it put it, us put it towards the education choices we want. Let us put it towards the medical choices we want to make. You know, right. if we weren't being taxed so much for the government to try to take care of things, then we could come up with our own solutions. One thing I have always said 
in like the past five years, if my tax money is going to go somewhere, I would prefer it to go into like bettering the education system versus going into all this other bullshit. So um, if we are going to be stuck with the system that we have, yes, I would prefer tax money to build up education systems because education systems suck. But we know where that goes with public schools is it goes into um, government sponsored like programming where they teach you what the curriculum they want taught. You got Common Core, you got what the 1619 Project coming out, all this crazy shit coming out. And it's just like none of us want all that shit. So that's where that inevitably leads is the government gets to decide what your kid learns. And and plus, I mean, and this is something I saw so much in colleges, every year they get different editions of textbooks. And it's it's basically the same textbook with maybe like a different paragraph Mm -hmm. here and there. But you're paying $300 a book. Yeah, in college it's horrible. Right. I, I had some good instructors that would be like, you know what, we're at the, they're at like the 13th edition, but I'm gonna teach out of the 9th edition because it's like, 20 bucks online. Yeah. And it basically says the same thing. I like those instructors yeah. because it's like, oh, good, I can get a good deal on books. But then yeah. you got the ones that are like $250 for the latest edition. It's like, but what's different between that and the $90 version of the last previous edition? Right. Yeah. So, but in terms of the question asked, we would agree that you shouldn't put any taxes towards education. Mm-hmm. You should get your money and be able to make your own educational choices. In the, ter- in the framing of the question itself, I would say probably tax on purchases rather than real estate. So it's more equal across the board. Right. Yeah. So because I I am of the impression probably that there's more and more people are renting versus homeowners. It's oh, not yeah. like what 30 years ago where like you made it if you owned a home. I think more and more people are coming to the realization some people like don't care to own a home because they don't yeah. want to be tied down. Jobs aren't as secure anymore. Right. So um there's more like moving around jobs or people aren't say there's no pension from jobs. So you're not right. staying at that same job for 50. You have nothing tying you to that right. job really for for 35, 40 years. So mm-hmm. I, I think with that, in parallel to that, less and less people are probably buying homes. Yeah. So when you have like a smaller percentage paying for more people's school, yeah, I, I guess I could see where you mm-hmm. would think that it'd probably be more fair to have it on purchases or yeah. some kind of across-the-board tax. Yeah. So, ready to move on? Yes. All right, so here's a question that I found interesting. Now that the government has confirmed aliens exist, do you trust that they actually exist? I don't, actually. That I they don't. exist in general, or you don't trust what the government's coming out with? I don't trust with what the government's coming out with. Mm-hmm. I, I I mean, I keep an open mind. I definitely think it's possible that there's aliens out there. Um, I'm not somebody who would raid Area 51. Well, no, I might if there's alcohol. But it's not something I would do because I think I'm going to see aliens. I don't trust the information the government gives out. I think it's um, there's some other agenda. Um, I I would like to say it's a distraction, but it's not working. Nobody cares. Yeah. <laughs> I don't see anybody posting all these headlines about the aliens right now. Mm-hmm. So it makes me think that they're leaning towards some other agenda. Um, I, I shot you my wild, crazy conspiracy theory, you know, which I was just kind of dabbling with about the aliens and the vaccine, right? Yeah. And um, Did you want to share? Sure, sure, sure. I mean, it's just, you know, my mind kind of jumps around here and there about different things. And one of them was like, what if... 
And again, I'm not a big believer that the government is hiding aliens or trying to tell us there's aliens. But what if COVID being released was like a defensive measure against aliens that are now frequenting our planet much more than what they were? And or maybe the vaccine is a means to defend us against them or to prepare us for them in some way so that we don't pass something on to them or so that we could be food stuff to them. <laughs> and I think I asked you what, why wouldn't they just come out and be forthright with us? So there'd be less skeptical people like us saying, fuck your, your crazy experimental vaccine. Right. And my, my thought was, I mean, maybe they just, uh, again, maybe the plans for us are not good and they don't want people to freak out. Or maybe they're just going back to the old Orson Welles things where they're afraid people are going to start jumping out windows. Yeah. No, no I understand like, well, that. So we have had a relationship with these aliens for the last 50 years. Uh, we do um, give them 10% of our population to experiment on, have sex with, and eat. I mean, yeah. wouldn't people kind of be like... Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Run for the hills. Right. No, I get that. I, I back to the question. My answer is probably along the lines of I don't I don't usually trust mainstream narrative in yeah. the first place. I think it's probably to distract us or keep our attention off yeah. something else. Or I think we've talked before that we could see I mean it'd be easy I I say easy, but I obviously it would take some work. It'd be easy to have an event like stage an event like that, like aliens, something right. people don't understand anything about. All you'd have, if you shut off the communication lines and the power, you could say you could be like, "Oh, aliens are attacking!" Click, power grids off. Right. Everybody loses their mind, and they have no way of right. getting that information out right. there. Did you ever watch the movie Signs? Yeah. Yep. It's one of my favorite movies. Yeah. Um, where the aliens come and they end up, it's very little. You see very little of the actual like right, alien aliens, invasion. Right. You see like one here and there, but a lot of what you get is the information they get on the TV. They get on the right. radio after they go down in the in the bunker mm -hmm. or in their like cellar there, and so it makes me think. Well, whatever information we are able to access is all we're going to know. Yeah. They have no idea that if the entire world is gone around them, they have right. they could have heard. You know, everybody but bumfuck wherever in the middle of this cornfield is mm -hmm. the only town left they wouldn't have any idea they right. could have been like all of europe is completely on fire and just destroyed right now right they'd have no idea of that and yeah. how easy would it be we talked about this me and you at least i don't know if yeah. we actually did on the show when there was the so. hawaii um yes. nuclear yeah um the nuclear scare mm -hmm. like the nuclear codes what launch like yeah. launch right. warning it, yeah. went off and it's just like, dude, how easy would it be to say that somebody launched missiles at us and we'd all lose our damn right. minds? We don't yeah. have a clue. Right. People would be running for bunkers. and You could say um, an alien invasion or a nuclear missile went off or an EMP went off and then flip the grid off and people right. would just assume. Right. So, I mean, you could do so much with just the power of just flipping the switch on the communication and yeah. the power grid. And then my other part that we had talked about about that is that I had mentioned um, the, the Watchmen comic. From uh -huh. the 80s and the, the old Alan Moore classic where um, aliens were used to prevent nuclear Armageddon mm -hmm. by bringing the world together as a unified um, allies against what they perceived as a general threat to the populace. Right. 
now that would be some shit yeah. if they all are pulling information from comic books <laughs> to play against people because I'm one of the first that'd be like, no, 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 that's bullshit, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yep. Yeah. I've always wondered, like, do they put certain things in the media to get you kind of numb to that concept or kind of right. like ease you into the concept right. of like aliens or whatever or like the CIA hacking, like tracking you and right. stuff like that, just to kind of like get your mind right. accustomed to it before information yeah. comes out. Because if you just drop the information on an unknowing society, they're just gonna be like, yeah. "Oh, what the hell!" But yeah. if you've seen it in the movies a bunch, I yeah. think maybe that's a way to uh, get you more like yeah. numb to it or something. Yeah, like, oh, um, here's President Biden meeting with the first visitors from Saturn, you know, and we're just like, "Oh, son of a bitch, it was real." Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Oh God, that would be an interesting, uh, <laughs> very interesting um, yeah. interaction. Oh my God! So here's kind of a—it's a completely different person asking this question, but it kind of runs in line with the question that was just asked. It says, "I noticed you guys question the CDC's shit. I just lost the question. Uh, I noticed you guys question the CDC's sudden shift to vaccinated people no longer have to wear masks, which in of itself is understandable." But it has made me wonder, is there anything at all the government could do that would make us, the more skeptical people, happy that they did it or satisfied? Or are we just stuck in a cycle where no matter what the government does, we will always question it and criticize it? Basically, yes. <laughs> I don't think... Pretty much. There, because even if the government made some kind of stride to make things right, I we'd still be like... Uh, what's the angle? Yeah, yeah I, I think so. <laughs> because I think what he's getting at here is like, we're all pissed about the mask regulations. Then right. all of a sudden they 180 on it. It's just like, yeah. wait, guys, we don't have to wear right. masks anymore. Yeah. Aren't you happy now? And it's just like, it, and he's not saying that we're wrong for saying this, but yeah. he's basically coming to the question, is there anything that they would do that would make us happy? And like you said, we there's always a spin to it. There's right. always an agenda to it. If it was like, and we've said this multiple times. If it was just like a little bit here, it's just like, well, maybe not. And, uh, well, maybe it doesn't necessarily need this. Or maybe we don't. And just kind of like, obviously, you get more information the longer uh, right. this virus has been around. Right. But when it comes to like all of a sudden, it goes from within weeks, we're going to be like this until next Mother's Day to boop. Actually, guys, guess what? You don't have to wear masks at all. Right. I mean, when you got like people like Do Dr. Fauci came out this week and said, I'm skeptical about yeah. the natural origin of the coronavirus. Yeah. When for if, say, six, eight weeks ago you had posted that on Facebook, you would have been banned immediately. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. If you said, I don't think this is a natural, natural yeah. occurring thing. This didn't come from bats in the wet, wet. Yeah, markets or whatever. Right. I think this was a man-made thing. You'd have been banned. You'd have right. been kicked off Facebook, right. especially if you're a more like had more of a following on Facebook right. or Twitter. You'd have been kicked off. But now Fauci, all of a sudden, comes out and says, "I'm skeptical about this." Really? Yeah. I mean, how is it? Yeah. How can we trust people? Well, that's just it. When they they flip on a dime for for political agenda. Yeah. When they flip. When it was almost like as soon as like the Trump Biden conversion happened, things all of a sudden right. 180 yeah. and things are all of a sudden completely different when it was doom and gloom yeah. and everything Trump said was 
pushing us towards uh, our annihilation no. by this vaccine. Yeah, he He'll... should be brought up on charges for all the murders that are happening because of the virus. Yeah. Is what they said. Yeah, then all of a sudden it comes out, it's just like, actually this, or actually yeah. that. And it's just like, well, shit, where is this coming from? Right. Transparency would go a long fucking oh, yeah. way. Oh, yeah. If they came out and they were like, turns out this was a plot um, influenced by the UN uh, for population control. <laughs> and, and, we, and we'd be sitting there like, what? And right. they were like, we're pulling out of the UN. Fuck them. And, um, and we're going after China. Um, we owe them four trillion dollars and we're gonna ask for them to give that money back to us yes <laughs> yeah uh, but something like that i'd be like okay but then i'd still be like but then what <laughs> yeah right 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 so so to answer your question no I, it's really hard for us to trust yeah this government at all it, it, it's just hard it, it's, it, it's like you're, you're you're dating someone and they cheat on you a couple times i mean how do you start believing them yeah right or they're they're like a shitty person, shitty yeah. person, like beat the shit, and all of a sudden they come and bring you flowers. Yeah. It's like, right? And they're what like, did oh. you do? What did you yeah. do? Right? Yeah. Yeah. I'll, it's it's like that. Yeah. It's, I'll, I'll never I'll never lie. I'll 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 be true and whatever else. And it's like, how do you take that? Yeah. And then all of a sudden they show up with flowers. They never yeah. given you flowers before. And all of a sudden it's yeah. like, hey babe, I brought you flowers. Yeah. It's like ah. Uh, but but why? Yeah, why did you bring right. me flowers? Right, exactly. That's, what what did you do? Yes. <laughs> so that's kind of how we are with the yeah. government. It's just like when they flip on that and we're like, yes, yeah. yes, we're happy there's not mask laws. It's just but it's like, what did you do? Why why are you just now deciding this? Yeah. Right. So that's my answer to that. Um, we are overdue for a break, so why don't we go ahead and take uh, a quick break? We got a few more questions. I don't know if we'll get into our questions for each other or not. But we'll try to. I know we have. We want to get into our party line patriot se segment yes. that we haven't gotten into in probably in, in months. And some of you probably don't even know what that is. Oh my gosh! So we're gonna take a quick break and get get yourself a drink. Do whatever it is you got to do. Um, make sure you come back here. We're gonna continue this more lighthearted discussion. I mean, yeah, some of these topics yeah, aren't lighthearted, right. but yeah. but this is more laid back episode. Yeah. So. So we'll be right back. We'll, we'll say in about probably five minutes. Five minutes sounds good. We'll give you five minutes, and then we'll come back, and yeah. we'll we'll kick this thing back off. Smoke them if you got them. All right. See you in just a few. Have you ever thought that maybe voting, maybe all this politics constantly surrounding you is not the way to achieve freedom in your life? Hi. I'm Remsa W. Martinez, and I ask myself the same question. That's why I'm on a journey to find true freedom in my lifetime. From learning about financial independence, to new ways to develop rugged individualism, to amazing guests living strange, crazy, amazing lifestyles that you've only thought might be real, but actually are. Go ahead and check out my new show, On the Run with Remsa W. Martinez, at the We Are Libertarians Network. You can find On the Run with Remsa W. Martinez on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play. You know how the internet works. Come on down and let's discover how to achieve real freedom in your life together. Hey, everybody. I just want to take this time to give a big shout out to the very first sponsor of the Break the Bell podcast. That is Goulash Media. They can be found at goulashmedia.net. Goulash Media specializes in graphic design, web design, audio recordings, video work, wedding videos, uh, music videos, even political campaign videos. 
Uh, Goulash Media caters to the little guy with the big vision. You can check them out at goulashmedia.net. That's G-O-U-L-A-S-H media.net. Right, everybody, we are back, back to this fun-filled AMA conversation that we got going on. We do have um, the opportunity, the Zoom chat open, so if you want to call in and ask your questions, or just call in and chat because you haven't done it before, or you have done it before and you just want to do it again, um, the Zoom link is in the quest- the comments on this YouTube video. They're also in the the uh, Facebook forum and the Anti-News Live forum, so you can find the link there. Um, call in because this is definitely a good time to hear from Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Especially people that are like, I don't know anything about what they're talking about. Right. Who are you guys? What 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 do you think about, you know, where, yeah. where are you coming at your views from? Yeah, because typically we're doing like a topic and maybe yeah. some people shy away from calling in because they're like, I don't have anything right. to say about that. Yeah. Well, this is a conversation clearly where we're just talking about yeah. whatever comes up. So, this is your chance to call in. And, and, and if um, you don't want your picture, we're not going to put your picture. If you don't want your voice, we can't really do anything about that. But if you talk like this, yeah, that might yeah. help. Yeah, well, and we'll call you whatever. We yeah, won't even we'll call your name out. We'll ask you what you want to be called. We'll call you Deep Throat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good Lord. Deep Throat, call in. <laughs> That's the worst code name at all for, for, it, for somebody. It like really this. is. Who would do that? <laughs> so, Bill, are you ready to get back into a few more questions? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Let's fade this music out. Well, once again, this is music, new new album released by uh, the band At The Wayside, who we heard from their guitarist, Matt, um, earlier on in the show. So check them out. Go all over social media and find them. Um, check out At The Wayside and their new new album. Support small businesses, support, support bands, especially local bands. If you know any local bands in the area that are still kicking, support them strong because, as we heard from Matt, um, things haven't been easy for them at any easier, if not even right. harder than it has been for yeah. like small businesses. And I never, like I said, I'd never even consider the fact that right. like bands don't have the opportunities to reach out for like PPP loans and stuff like that, even though they are in general, a, a small business, right. but you know, the government doesn't consider them a small business. So, um, they don't have those op- same opportunities. So if you like music, uh, support your local band, support bigger bands, um, whatever have you. So, um, and we got a message from Andrew Lutz that says, that's my band, LOL. And I missed Matt. <laughs> missed Matt. You must have, have didn't know what time he was going to be on. Oh, that's sad. Well, this will be available <laughs> for, for playback. We'll also release the episode in podcast form and video form on Wednesday morning. So make sure you check out the interview. I'm sorry you missed your own band members interview, <laughs> but Keep doing what you're doing. If this is in, indeed your band, keep doing what you're doing. You guys are kicking ass, um, and we want to keep supporting you guys and all other uh, local bands and um, bands that are dealing with the same bullshit that everybody else is dealing with. So thanks for letting us play your music, I guess, even though you might yeah. not ev- have it's even known that it was going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we're going to keep on rolling right through these questions. Let me get this logo out of our face. Let's see. What is our next question on the docket, Bill? Do you got any? Uh, I I got one for you. Okay. You, you got one. This is from you. This is from me to you. Okay. Okay. Um. So you have a a special um place in your heart 
Oh, and for I want to know where this is going. George H. <laughs> w. Bush. Um, wh- wh- where does that stump from? Do you, do we have an entire episode for this? <laughs> you know, we might need an entire episode. The Bushes. You know, <laughs> I... See, I, I've dabbled in the conspiracy world and, and yes. things like that. And um, I, I just... You're really putting me on the spot because I haven't really <laughs> even dug into them in a while. I just yeah. know that the bushes are kind of shady. I, shady I didn't people. know if you had like the bushes tattooed on your chest and you like <laughs> look at them every night in the mirror before you go to bed. <laughs> yes, yes, that's it. No, um, they just connect to a lot of the conspiracy theories like that I dabble in, and um, I, I think a lot of shadiness came out of them. Um, I have an issue with the fact that they were like the evangelical Christians, Lord and Savior. And it's just like, they're really not that great of people. If you look into them, there's like the Bush family has like a history of like the the oil industry and politics in general. There's just a lot of money. Yeah. I mean, we're going to have to do an okay. episode okay. on there you it go. because like I said, you put me on the spot. So <laughs> um, they're just up there with the like shitty people that run the world. I, I don't think they're like at the top, but I think they are definitely... One of the, I, I think, I don't think they rank too far from the Clintons when yeah. it comes to like shitty families that like try to stay in politics and, and like try to push agendas for for other organizations and stuff. I mean, he has connections with, with, um, um, his, like his, uh, dad, I think, was one that was, um, selling weapons to both sides during World War II and he got his, um, or he was funding. I think he was a banker or okay. something. He was funding, or he had some connection with uh, where he's um, helping support both sides. And they had to shut down his business completely because mm. he was doing business with. Um, oh, it was. I think his company. No, that was that was the Rockefellers. Never mind. But it, it's one. Of, he was one of those companies that was dealing on both sides. Like the Rockefellers, I'm pretty sure their oil. Um, what's it called? Like a conditioner was necessary for the plane the German planes to oh, really? run. If the German planes didn't have the Rockefellers like conditioner, their planes never would have ran. Hmm. So it's families like that that have financed themselves off both sides for generations. Yeah. It's hard for me to be like, oh this is a good Christian Tex Southern Texas boy when when yeah the family's been involved in shady shit like that yeah. for, no, for that makes generations. Sense. So yeah. we'll have to do an episode on that. Okay. Okay. So Let's get a question from the um, the listeners who uh, gave us a list of questions here. Let's see how have how have your views on how to structure society politically, economically, socially, et cetera, changed over the last year? Um, I would say that uh for me it's probably um i guess in some ways become more sympathetic um to um some of the left um as far as um causes and and struggles um but and, and and don't get me wrong, I'm a big supporter of um, the police, but I do think that there needs to be um, 
there there needs to be a breakdown of what we've talked about with the the thin blue shield or the th- thin the blue shield um that there's too much protection for some of the the institutions mm-hmm. and that um we've become comfortable with that and i think uh, a lot of people have suffered for that and 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 it goes all the way across the board it's not just the police it's it's the you know education it's the the federal um the economic institutions financial institutions um i i just think that um there needs to be a reworking of it i think people are too comfortable with the pillars of our society okay and that um and and i also feel like there is i mean just from what we've looked at with the antifa and black lives matter that there are some dangers of people that are really trying to tear down, you know, what is the core of our civil, you know, mm-hmm. our society being the uh, the nuclear family, which I do think is is pivotal with okay. who we are. Well, that that question came from Justin, who's been on our show a couple times, and he's actually calling in right now. Oh, so nice. let's get him on, and we can answer those questions directly to his face. Okay. So give me just a sec to get Justin on. He's he's. Um, an active listener, and he's called in quite a few times. Let, let's see if we can get him to pop up. Justin, can you hear me? Hey, can you hear me? Yeah, man, I, I got you. We were actually just focusing on the questions that you sent, so it was good timing that you just called in. That's great timing. I just got back from the gym. My, my wife and uh, brother-in-law, we were working out. I came back. I saw the uh, you know, the post you put in the uh, the bunker, and I'm like, oh, I'm at the gym when you guys are live. That'll be all right. I'll listen to it later. Yeah. Then you posted like ten minutes ago. I was like, oh, maybe I can get on. So here I am. Yep. Nice. Yep. We actually haven't um, opened it up just yet until just now because we've been trying to get through a lot of these questions. But um, it was good timing that you called in. We just asked the question you asked about um, our views on how to structure society and how that's changed over the last year. And Bill just kind of gave his view. Do you want to recap that to Justin in case he didn't hear? Yeah. So I real quick. Um. Coming from like a like a so I a military family background, you know, I, I grew up with a very strong like right view of things. And the last year, you know, just looking at the you know, some of the struggles in society and stuff, it's really given me, you know, that um the view that we really need to to put a lot of our institutions on their side and, and just really relook at them. You know, I mean, the Blue Shield, you know, with the police department is obviously one that has caused a lot of problems, you know, as far as, far as I can remember. Yeah. But, you know, even further than that, you know, religiously, um, educationally, financially, I mean, all these institutions that have been built up, you know, they're built up to benefit one side. And I, I really feel like they need to be reevaluated and broken down and maybe reparsed so that they can be um, more open to the rest of society. I guess yeah. my answer to your question, Justin, is, and I was kind of leading up to this before the last year happened, but I'm getting more and more closer to, I guess you could call like an ANCAP, like an anarchist capitalist, anarcho capitalist, whatever they call. Um, basically, I have seen in the last year that we need to depend more on ourselves, like be more self right. self sufficient, self sustaining. Because we we've seen with um, not only COVID, with things shutting down, with um, them running out of toilet paper and meat, with uh, the storm that hit here in um, the Midwest that shut down the power completely and shut down short stores and stuff for a week. That we're we're kind of on our own. We were, 
and people lose their fucking minds. And if we if we don't develop some sort of self sustainment or self um, sufficiency, I mean, if shit actually hits the fan, we're screwed. So I think. As far as the society structurally is concerned, I think we need to get back to the roots of like the mom and pop shops or like the local. We need to get back to more like local roots where um, neighbors are helping neighbors. Mm-hmm. Not, I mean, shit, I live in a house and I've talked to my neighbors maybe three times in the six years that I've lived here. And that never used to be that way. Mm-hmm. And you saw like during the storm, like your neighbors came out and helped everybody was right, helping yeah. each other out. That was, and stuff. I had never met my neighbors before, but after the storm, I mean, we everybody on the street was helping each other i mean like i said i i was grilling out for all my neighbors like nightly mm-hmm. and i mean it was a great thing so i i really enjoyed it actually i think we just need to get to the point of you know fuck your checks fuck your support like screw all that like we need to take care of ourselves because mm-hmm. in, at the end of the day that, that's all what we have to live on and i think we need to as a society kind of move back in that direction more of a local you know yeah. help your neighbor type right What's your yeah? It, it go ahead. Oh yeah. Um, no, that that, that both sounds awesome, and that's sort of where I've been going the past couple of years. Just sort of thinking. So to take a step back, um, you know, I got I I'm a self-identified libertarian since the Ron Paul days of the 2012 election. I remember being in college and being really excited about that. Okay. And over time, I I read all the literature. I read the books. I read Murray Rothbard. I read Mises. I read Lysander Spooner. Um, so when it comes to that sort of like the, the modern day ANCAP, I'm, I'm very sympathetic towards that, that view. I think that that's probably the, the end goal, the private property society, voluntary society. Um, but given that, you know, we live under the largest statement ever of human existence and that most people today, you know, aren't necessarily prepared mentally or or just like academically or, or anything to discuss, oh, what if we privatize the courts? They're gonna think you're absolutely insane and I'm not gonna listen to anything this guy has anything to say. So instead of going down that track, um, really just appreciating the local more, a little bit more about decentralization, looking at how, especially in, in times of COVID, you know, the fact that we are a federal republic really manifested itself here. We, we see how different states are operating. We see how this country was originally supposed to sort of operate. And then to you know, talk to you guys about that, what you guys just said about the storms you guys were dealing with. You guys are out, where are you, like Iowa or? Yeah, yeah, we got hit by that big Draco yep. that swept through. Yeah, and, uh, you know, growing up, I grew up, um, I'm from Maryland, and I grew up in the countryside. And essentially, you wouldn't be able to, like, I was in the woods. My neighbors were farmers. I lived on seven acres of land, and that was pretty much my life. Um, I, I pronounce it water, you know, things like that mm-hmm. before I moved into the city. But, uh, you know, I, I did know my neighbors, thankfully. You know, I, you know, <laughs> being a boy, my brother and I, all our neighbors were girls. So it was a little unfortunate growing up that we couldn't really do you know, that kind of thing. But mm. um, I, I was grateful that I did know the people around me. And then when it snowed, because it snowed really bad in Maryland, at least back in the 90s, uh, you know, our, our neighbor would always come plow the road. We'd always be around helping each other out. And that's something that even though I, I look back on that and I think about that was good. You know, I talk to my wife about where we want to be in the future and, you know, definitely owning land, definitely mm. having our own water, definitely being able to sustain ourselves. My, my father always gardened. That was important. Just having the ability to take care of my family. Like yeah. I, got, I mentioned, I got married a couple of months back, almost two months ago now. Now, like that's just the most important thing in the world to me. Like take mm. care of my wife, make sure my job's okay. Make sure that soon when I start a family, that's going to be good. 
and don't let any of these outside forces really control anything. You know, it's my destiny to control my future. And that's all I can really rely on. I feel like more and more people are coming to that realization and more people should come to that realization. It's like, I think there'd be a lot less bickering between us if we just all focused on what, what can I do to support my family and like support myself and take care of myself and just leave everybody else the the fuck alone, you know? Yeah. Like there's so many like, well, they're, they're infringing on my rights because, um, uh, Target selling a gay line of clothes. It's like, really? How's that infringing right. on your rights? Really? And like, just worry about yourself. Let other yeah. people worry about them, and mm-hmm. everybody be just a little bit happier. And maybe there'd be a little <laughs> yeah. bit less fighting. And mm-hmm. a lot of this stuff, I think, is manufactured because we talk about like the divide and conquer scenario, where we just mm-hmm. the polarization is obviously um, a calculated thing that they right. want us to be pol- polarized. And if everyone just took a step back and realized. Dude, we we do have more in common than the media wants to mm-hmm. tell us this, right. but everybody's too glued to the mainstream media and telling us that oh, all the conservatives hate the gays, or all the the liberals are communists and right. and what what? Oh, have they're you. attacking Christmas again. They're mm-hmm. attacking Christmas. Yeah, it's just like worry about you. Be self sufficient. Um, focus on what makes you happy, not what makes what you think. America needs to be yeah. a better place. What what do you need to be to be a better person? Right. And then we'd all probably be a lot better yeah. and, society. And that was the thing I appreciated, you know, with the storm is nobody cared what each other's politics were. You know, nobody cared what, you know, religions. I mean, we, you know, we just didn't care. We, we just were trying to help each other. And and then we had community afterwards, like I said, you know, grilling out, having a beer, just, just kind of enjoying that time together without really caring about the bullshit. Yep. Yeah. So I let let me pull up another one of your questions, Justin, while I got you on here. Um it says, Do you two have any serious disagreements you haven't come to a consensus on, like between the two of us? And honestly, we start a topic. This is interesting because we'll start looking into a topic and we'll be on maybe opposite ends of the spectrum. And then as we research them and pass information back and forth, we usually both as people right. should do, we both like find some happy middle and yeah. usually come to. I, the I thought we were going to throw down over Israel, yeah, because uh, we were coming from different perspectives on it. But then after we did our research, it's like no, no, we we kind of we sat in the right in the same place, yeah. So yeah, and that's I think that's the issue with um, like we talked about earlier with um, like echo chambers and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like people get solidified that they're right and everybody else is wrong. And if you actually just like l- looked up information for right. yourself and like talked back and forth with it, you you'd come to find that there's probably some middle ground there. Right. And I mean, we both kind of have right leaning backgrounds and we've right. merged more towards the center. So a lot of our political leanings are similar. Yeah. But I think there are still is differences. Yeah, I I'm sure there is. But I mean the thing is we we both have very open minds. Uh we both um are willing to listen and and put that in with our experiences and the information we've gathered. And so I, I don't think I don't know if we will come to a place, but I mean, I can't say that next week we could when we talk, I don't know. But anyways, I mean, we're able to kind of see different perspectives. And so I, you know, I just don't 
know if there is anything that we've really bashed heads on other than, you know, the fact that football is better than baseball. That's not true. Yeah, that's <laughs> well, something. I, I'm a soccer fan, so you're both wrong. So oh, I'm no. Uh, oh, you're can- <laughs> so you're Canadian is what you're saying. <laughs> no, English soccer. Oh, oh, gotcha. oh, I guess Canada's hockey. That's that's yeah, their soccer. Yeah, soccer. Yep. So yeah, well, I'm not trying to drive a wedge between you guys. I was just curious considering that, you know, two guys just doing a podcast, just chatting. Yeah. Really, I really like the free flowing nature of it. You guys didn't come from a specific, like, we're going to, you know, just want to talk. Really mm-hmm. curious if you guys, you know, really had any budding heads. Because honestly, I didn't really get that impression for the most mm-hmm. part. I've been listening no. to you guys since you started. No. Yeah. yeah, like I said, last week when we were talking about Israel was the first time we kind of talked about what we might have to do a debate. Yeah, I had, I had messaged Bill. And I was just like, we're going to debate this online because he's like, well, I think this. And I'm just like, no, I think that's wrong. We're going to debate this. And then when we once we actually got to the show, it's just like, actually, we're both kind of right in the same spot now that we've read into it. So I I think the problem is most people don't read into it. They just read posts on social media and just form their opinions. Yeah. Or they just get their news from one spot or they just listen to one side and and they just go with it. Yeah. If you don't mind, if I uh, just quickly comment, um, you guys did great on episode. I, I want to say that I think the research was spot on, that the, the the picture you painted for the origin I think was pretty good. And honestly, I didn't get the impression you guys really were on opposing sides when I listened to you guys talk about it. it At the end of the like, day, we weren't. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I understand that you, know, you live in the U.S. You grow up, and especially if you're Christian, All right. any flavor of Christian, you're going to have you know more associations with the Jewish side of things. So obviously right. Israel is preferable to not Israel. Right. But once you start reading more and you get a little bit beyond that and you start realizing like, hey man, listen, at the end of the day, there's aggressors and then there's the aggressed. Mm-hmm. There's states, there's foreign actors. There's a lot going on here. Yeah. But one country has, you know, US military backing and the other country other quote unquote country not even has rocks. And yeah. that's sort of <laughs> right. you know, yeah. It's uh it's just frustrating, man. Like, I appreciate you guys did the effort because it's one of those subjects that a lot of people don't want to talk about. Mm. You get labeled. I I don't. Was your guys episode taken off YouTube? Uh, I don't think so. Not no. that I've noticed. Oh, that's good. That's so, good. I, I know some other podcasts that have put episodes out that maybe weren't maybe were a little more um, aggressive in the commentary, but I don't think they said anything wrong that uh, got censored. So we I'm were- glad that you guys weren't. We were pretty careful how we titled it and um, gave our little description of it. I was pretty careful with that. I didn't, I mean, I didn't obviously mislead people, but I didn't come out and be like, Israel's wrong and they're blah, 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 because I didn't want to immediately get kicked off YouTube. But mm-hmm. um, no, I, as far as I know, we're still on it. Yeah, I just checked. Well, that's good. So, yeah, I just want to say you guys did great on that. And that, that was that was well done. And it's not it's not a Christian versus Jew versus Muslim thing. There's yeah. plenty of liberal Jewish people that are against the state of Israel for non-religious reasons. So there's mm-hmm. plenty of, you know, every side of this. So I'm I'm happy you guys did the effort. That was really good. Yeah, well, Your thank la- you. Last question you asked was um what guest do you want to have on in the future? And if this is if this is coming from like like a dream guest, I already have my answer. My dream guest would be Billy Corgan of the Smashing Pumpkins. <laughs> yes. A, a, because I love the Smashing Pumpkins. They're amazing. What decade is this? Uh, well, it's a, look, man, I, I, the last great generation of music came from the 90s, so um, I, I'm just living in the grunge era. So um, the reason, not only is he a great musician and stuff, but I've also heard he's been on the Alex Jones show, which I don't promote or sponsor the Alex Jones show because it's crazy, but I, I, I like hearing... 
people like bands and stuff like that that are talking more like against the government like he's more like conspiracy minded and stuff and like he's open about it and so it's interesting to hear that take from a band like somebody from a band like like we said earlier in the show I don't like bands that just sit there and push their politics constantly yeah. but it's interesting to hear their sides when they're coming out and saying you know the government doesn't have your best interest at hand or this might have happened or this narrative might not be true and coming from Billy Corgan being the Smashing Pumpkins, um, I would love to get him on the show and discuss that side yeah. with him. So, I, I mine is in the similar vein. Um, Maynard James Keenan from Tool. Oh, um, yeah. I just uh, think he's a uh, he, he, more than his his music. I just think he's very uh, interesting individual. He's got his hands in a lot of different things, mm. and uh, so I, I would love to pick his mind. Um, I, I kind of curious to have um, Tulsi Gabbard. Um, just because Ooh. I want to see if she's full of shit or if she really <laughs> is like uh, down the middle. I mean, being a politician, you know, it's easy to cast her one way or the other. But I, I would just want to get her in and just talk to her about it. Mm-hmm. And you, you have a crush on her so. a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> no, that that that'd be good. Yeah, she's she's an interesting character. Um, she seems pretty. She was pretty good on the war issue. She mm-hmm. seems. I mean, she's kind of a conservative in the best sense of the term, Democrat. I mean, right. She definitely can appeal to a more conservative work, working class Democrat person as opposed yeah. to the, the standard like far left Democrats, AOC type folks. Yeah. But you know, she's retired, right? She's not in she didn't rerun or something. So I don't know what right. she's doing now. Yeah. No, I, I think she's just kind of uh you know kind of expressing her opinion on anybody who will listen right now. Mm. So which which is good because um there seems to be people listening on both sides, which is what is needed. We need yeah. somebody that comes from one side and is appealing to the other side right. um, to find happy metal, whether or not that's maybe a political ploy for her. Again, that's, yeah. Like like you said, you'd like to know if she's full of shit because most politicians are full of shit. So, right. I mean, if she is genuine, then great. If not, then she's doing a really good job being full of shit. Yeah. So, Justin, we'll let you get out of here. We got a few more things to talk about. It's always great to get you on the show. Did you have anything else to say? First of all, who would be who would you like to hear on the show? Oof, you know that's a that's a good question, and I really I didn't prepare for that, so I, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to hold <laughs> off on that one. I gotta think that one through. All right. I, I like that you guys pick musicians because honestly, I was just thinking of all the other podcasters I listen to. Ooh, who are they gonna? Because this is all like like you know a little crossovers here, there, and the other because mm-hmm. your brother's show and all the people he knows mm-hmm. and all the people he knows. And then here you are, be like, oh, I want the Smashing Pumpkins guy, and I'm like, ooh, <laughs> was not expecting that. No. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like I I just like everything you guys are doing. I think you two have a great repertoire with each other, so. Uh, I just wanted to hear what your thoughts were. Well, we appreciate kind of a BS it. answer, but <laughs> no, we, we we appreciate it. If you do think of it, let us know, and we'll try to get them on if it's at all feasible. Um, thanks for coming on, as always, Justin. We always love having you on to get Absolutely. your insight and stuff. So we're gonna have to obviously get you on as much as possible. <laughs> Take it easy, guys. Thanks, thanks a lot Justin. For me. Yep, have a good one, Justin. That was Justin. He's called in a few times. He's given his insights on the Middle East. He's um, he's constantly like messaging me different stuff. Like he mm-hmm. messaged me some of the information to look into for the Israel Palestine episode last week. So mm-hmm. he didn't get a chance to call in because he had family things going on. He wanted yeah. to um, to take part in that conversation, but I understand family is important, and so um, it didn't work out. So I'm glad he got to call in this week. Yeah, um, we do have some a few more questions. I got one that came in on YouTube. All right, uh, um, let's hear it. Um, we do want to get into our party line patriots. This might be a little bit longer episode, like I said, so bear with us. 
because um, we did have that um, interview with Matt at the beginning, we still want to get through everybody's questions here. All right. This says it's for me. Okay. Will Aaron Rodgers be part of the Packers next year? What do you think? Has he been picked up? Uh, he, he he has not. Um, no deal has been formalized. He other teams have kind of gone for him. Um, but he was uh, looking at the Broncos. Yeah, he was looking at the Broncos. Um, he did not come out on the on the field to practice uh, with the other Packers uh, today. Well, he, he hasn't shown up to to work out. Gave a big fuck you to the Packers yeah, earlier. I, I I don't think he will. I think he will elect to sit out if he has to. I think he he's just tired of the. Uh, I mean, how can you go from being MVP to, you know, them kind of, you know, kind of kicking you in the ass and yeah. telling you they don't want you. Right. I mean, they did the same thing with Favre, and Favre ended up going to the Jets and then the Vikings, which was a huge middle finger to the Packers. Mm-hmm. So I can see Rodgers doing the same thing. I yeah. mean, he's he's got to be a hot commodity. Someone's going to offer the money for him. Yeah. So um, I mean, even if he's not like. Somebody will offer him something because, yeah. um, but switching to baseball because that's mm-hmm. what I can reference with because I I do baseball. Um, Albert Pujols was the the big MVP like superstar of the Cardinals back in their their prime back in the early earlier two thousands, and then he took this big old freaking uh, contract with the Angels in two thousand eleven, and um, which he was thirty one at the time. He, oh. They gave him a ten year contract. That's though. crazy. That is insane to me yeah. because. And I think we talked about this. It's like, why would you give a 10-year contract really to anybody? Right. Why would you give a 10-year yeah, contract to a 22-year-old that's going to be in his prime in 10 years, yeah. p- potentially? Because you don't know what's going to happen right. in 10 years. Like, even five-year contracts bite sports teams in the ass. But they gave this yeah. guy a 10-year contract, which ended this year. Um, he, he, I mean, his numbers were going down horribly like he was in the ones for um like batting average and he's still smashing home runs right i mean he has i think he's pushing 700 home runs in his career or something like that which is insane um but he ended up getting and there's this back and forth he like this late night spat with um the manager or the owner or something because they had put him as like a um as a relief batter like he wasn't getting full-time play mm. and supposedly he said that he wanted to play full-time he wanted like to be a position player or like have a full-time position and they just let him go on the spot mm. that night he was gone they like gave up his contract and he was gone he wow like overnight he went from being on the team to not being on the team yeah. and they just released his contract and <clears throat> like uh, <laughs> i follow some of the the cardinals fan page and i bitched about how the Cardinals fans or any sports fan page is the worst to are. to listen to. But reading the back and forth, they're like, "Oh, we should have Pujols back to let him retire as a Cardinal." And others are like, "Fuck Albert Pujols, he 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 betrayed us and went to the Angels for fifty fifty million more dollars and mm-hmm. blah blah blah." And I'm just like, "Who cares?" I I mean, the guy's forty one years old. Right. What, I, do we have a spot for him? That's the question. Right. Yeah. He got picked up by the Dodgers though, yeah. and I turned on the Dodgers game. And as soon as I turned it on, he smacked his first home run for the Dodgers. So, I mean, he's still playing, which is yeah. good. No, that's good. At least he doesn't have to go out of a, a really, like a, he's going he's gonna to go into the Hall of Fame, no doubt yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah. And so for a player like that to retire the way 
he got fired from the Angels, that would suck. So at least yeah. he's going to at least get to retire with some dignity. Right, right. But do I think he should come back to the Cardinals? Not necessarily. Now, do baseball players, do they do, like say, like a, a one-year contract just so they can come back to retire with the team that they yeah, may have yeah, they, with? I mean, it's I, big in football. I think, I think he did a one-year contract with the Dodgers, I think, oh, is okay. all they did. And some of the Cardinals fans were like, well, give him like a one-day contract to come back and play one game and retire as a Cardinal. Right. Then he'd go into the Hall of Fame as a Cardinal. And it's just like... Yeah, all for show, obviously, oh, but yeah. at least so he could retire with some dignity. But yeah. I don't know. It was just a lot. It was like a soap opera. Oh, so it always is. I'm I'm sure it'll be the same with Aaron Rodgers. Too, yeah. So. Oh, it will. It will. So, um, I think. Oh, I have one more uh, listener question on here. What is your zombie apocalypse plan? My zombie apocalypse. Wow. I don't. It, it, can we divulge that? Because. Um, I, I don't want anybody to move in <laughs> on it. Do you have a zombie apocalypse? I do. Do you? I do, okay. yes. I think yeah. my zombie apocalypse plan would be similar to our contingency plans that it, we're it making. Is. It is, yes. That we divulged all over for like two episodes, three yeah. episodes straight on here. Yeah. Um, it'd be get out of town. Right, get, yeah. Get away from the mass civilization. Because if zombie apocalypse happened, you're, not only you got to worry about zombies, you got to worry about the people that are right. losing their and, damn And if minds. you watch The Walking Dead, like sometimes the people are the are worse than the zombies. Yeah. Or any any apocalyptic right, movie right, like right. that. Right, right, right. Yeah, it's always the people. So get away from yeah. civilization. Get Yeah. And I think we talked about moving north. Yeah, Canada. Yeah, or right, towards s- Canada, like somewhere on where the it's border. dense, dense right. forest. Dense area. forest. Um Cold, you know, because I know you're holding back on Canada because of their politics and their government yeah. and stuff. But do you really think during a zombie apocalypse their politics I, are going to matter? No, no, I think they'll fold faster than. So than, I, I think we'd be better off in like the forests and mountains yeah, of Canada, like the maybe the Yukon Territory, mm-hmm. kind of up there by Alaska, but not in Alaska. Yeah. Do guns work on zombies? Uh, if you hit the brain, okay. Yes. Always so, aim for the brain. So we got to take our guns and our yeah. ammo. Okay. Yeah, and you know, I I have you know chainsaws, um, <laughs> katana blades. Um, I have a spear. Hatchet. I have a tactical spear. You have a tactical spear. Yes, yes. So, um, yeah. So we, I think we're good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really want a flamethrower though. Yes, um, because you fire gotta also works on zombies. I think so. if whether society breaks down, and zombie apocalypse happens, what what have you? I think my contingency plan would be the same. Just get out of dodge, right. yeah, get, get away, get away from That's populated areas. One reason why I push self sufficiency, self sustainment, yeah. is because if something like this happens, yeah. you're gonna have to get away from everybody and survive. Yeah, my, so my survival, house, I guess, is my apocalypse yeah, right, plan. Right, right. <laughs> and my next house, I'm actually looking for is in the country. Yeah, and so, um, yeah, so I, it, uh, I actually, my next plan is I, I want to have a a apocalypse like RV, mm-hmm. right? So that it's like fully decked out and and armored, and um, so that I we can take it on the on the road. Yes, we got to so. put armor plates on it. Yes, yes, and have armor plates are expensive. I've looked into yeah. it. <laughs> no, now I there's a trick to that. I mm-hmm. learned is um, if you actually line the inside panels of the vehicle with um, with phone books. Thick phone, phone books. books. Yes. Have you been collecting phone books over the years? Well, yes. <laughs> no, I, I watched this this uh, this trick someplace, and yeah, if you line a car on the inside with phone books, it between the metal and the phone book itself, it will oh. it will um, it will stop the force of a bullet. Interesting. Yes, I did not know that. We'll have to we'll have to test that out sometime. We, yes, we'll stream it live. 
<laughs> Excuse me. Can we use your car? <laughs> Not my truck. You can use How, my can wife's we use van. use the work van? Yes, there can you we go. use the work oh, van? Oh, why'd we get rid of your shitty work I van? Know. That would have been perfect, except it's a rust bucket, yeah. so it would have just it fallen, apart. fallen apart anyways. Um, so I have a couple questions to put you on the spot with. Okay. Um, is there anything left in our government good left to save? Is our government savable the way it is? Or do we need to just break it down and build it back up? I, I I still I still believe in the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence. I believe in those too, but yeah. as far as like our government the oh. way it is now, is it savable or do we go back to square one, which is the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence, and I, then start yeah. over? No, if you take the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence and burn the rest down <laughs> and build from scratch, I I would be okay with that. Yeah. Because the just the the shit that has gathered on top of it, mm-hmm. I mean, you go from the Fed, you go from, I mean, just the 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 two party system, you go to these lifelong politicians, I mean, the lobbyists, I mean, the the corporate integration with politics, I mean, it is it is, it's what's made our country what it is, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So no, I say yeah, take those two documents, set them to the side. And then pour gasoline on the rest and light a match, and then start with that. Okay. So now, I kind of think the same thing. Mm-hmm. I don't think that the government structure the way it is right now is salvageable because um, it doesn't matter who you throw in office. Yeah. With a two-party system, at least, you know, right. no matter who you throw in office, it's just like we've said time and time again. It's just shifting funds over here. There's no like. Right. There's no decrease in government at all. No. There, no. There's nobody that's coming out. I mean, there's plenty that are like, we need a smaller government. We need like, but right. in reality, yeah. they just come but, in and do their own thing. So you, you take those two documents, right? You you outlaw taxes. You um, get rid of any two part any parties. Yeah. And you and you enforce term limits on all political positions, mm-hmm. and and that if you have that, I think you can work. Yeah. And again, you know, you you prevent any politician from a- making any kind of profit on any kind of deals. So, I mean, that's obviously not a short term. Like this can happen overnight. Oh, no. <laughs> what is the um, fallout? Term. What's the fallout of breaking down the government system to build it back up? Like society would have to. Well, I mean, the people that that follow like glom onto this so hard, like the polarized, the people that just follow the media, the mainstream right. media for their the the echo chambers that we've talked about this entire episode. It'd it's going to be insanity. It'd be yeah. mass panic. It'll be civ- I mean, civic breakdown, civil yeah. breakdown completely. Right. Yeah, is that worth that period of civil breakdown? Is that worth what it would take to get us back to where? <laughs> we're following a constitution. Some areas are going to fall better than others. Um, Midwest, where we are, mm-hmm. I think we would do okay. Yeah. You look at New York City, you look at LA, um, places where they've tried to institute the Chad. Yeah. <laughs> I think um, would get a lot worse. Obviously, you're going to have your shitheads that are going to try to take advantage. Um, you know, you're going to have your local governments that mm-hmm. are going to either go full tyr- tyrannical or, you know, that will you know, work within the confines of the people. I mean, you know, again, human nature shows that we're shits. Yeah. And so people are going to take advantage of the situation. Will we be able to rein it back in once that fallout happens? Like you break it down, 
shitheads happen. They start forming their chads in their right. their communities, their like gangs. I, I don't think so. You don't think we rein it back in? No, I think at that point, I think that you have your your individual um, city states, your individual country states. I, I think once it's once it breaks apart, I don't think you get it back. Yeah, I don't. So, so are it, you still pro doing that then? Yes, knowing that I am. Okay, so I I, am. I feel the same. Um, I think it'll bring back a more survival of the fittest type mm-hmm. mentality. It'll bring back that whole self-sustainment that mm-hmm. we talked about that we need to get back to. It'll yeah. bring back the local communities because they'll need it to survive. Right. Yeah. And it'll be like the Wild West all over again. You, yeah. you you have to like form bonds with other people. Right. You can't survive no for a long long term on your own. You'd have to build communities and yeah. fuck all the major corporations that are being Funded by the government and vice versa. Fuck, fuck all of them. They they can go to hell. Let's bring back this local mentality. And yes, it's going to be tough, but I think that's really what's needed to get us back into the state of mind right. that yeah. we need to be in. No, as a I I agree. I agree. Now, if you were given a box, had a button, and if you push that button, it creates a EMP pulse across the country. Mm-hmm. Would you do it? I mean, you know me with buttons that say don't push. <laughs> yeah, I know you do. <laughs> I mean, there was there was there was a uh, bunch of sharpies on a wall at a job I went to, and there was a sign on it that said "Do not touch." And I sent you a picture of me touching yeah. those sharpies because. <laughs> yeah. So my impulse would be yes to touch it because that's that's just who I am. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I I think society as a whole would be better if we just wiped the slate clean of all the technology. I, it's hard for me to say this because obviously we have advanced majorly, like medically, we want to have the medical shit that we have. So no, I don't know that I would hit the EMP pulse because I think a lot of our medical technology goes away. A lot of our advancement as a society goes away. Um, I don't want to send us back to the stone age necessarily, but as far as like hitting a button that would just shut down the government completely and send us all into chaos. Sure. But could we rebuild what we want, need to build on the two bot documents with burning down the government if we had social media in place? Oh, that's a good question. Can we just hit a button that shuts down social media? <laughs> I mean, that's the easy answer. <laughs> because, I I mean, it's easy for me to say, yeah, just nuke, nuke shut it all down. Shut, right. But who knows who would, like... Who who rises up. Yeah, and... Right. Everybody I, follows like I the said, strongest voice. That and if you shut down, like you hit the AMP, man, you you're just wiping out like centuries of technology, at least a hundred years of technology or like yeah. advancement that we've gone through. And yes, that's what got us to where we are right now. And technology is potentially the downfall of us. But I think there's a lot of good in technology that we mm-hmm. that we need to survive as <laughs> the way we are. So I don't know. I don't know where I stand with that. Yeah. So okay. So, um, last question before we get into our party line patriots and my microphone falls over because it's what it does. Um, what do you and which ones do you subscribe to any conspiracy theories and which ones do you subscribe to? Do you believe or buy? Boy. Cause you don't, you're not a self-proclaimed conspiracy theorist. I'm not uh, a conspiracy theorist. Um, 
per se, but I do let my mind go to those places mm-hmm. um, because I, I just, um, I mean, that's just how my mind works. And so, um, so I, I, I see, I can see certain conspiracies working, um, but I, I, I've never let myself go full blown. This is what happened. Yeah. And so, um, so, you know, I could see, um, you know, Martin Luther King being taken out by, um, his own people mm-hmm. as so to make a martyr of him. I could see, um, um, obviously, you know, Kennedy had stepped on a lot of toes, mm-hmm. you know, so I could definitely see, you know, the CIA, um, maybe contracting the mob to take him out. I could see, um, 9-11 being inside to, okay. um, so, I mean, I, I see all these, these images, but I've never let myself go full blown. Yes, this is what happened. And, and I would, I would fully watch and I have any documentary that shows what could happen, but I've never been like, yeah, that's what happened. Now I do feel like, yes, the FBI did fuck them up in Waco, um, or the ATF. Um, and they did it on purpose. There was no accidents there. Uh, mm-hmm. Same thing with Ruby Ridge. Uh, you know, I, I, I think that the government intentionally, um, you know, I mean, well, this isn't even a question. We know they did this. Um, sterilized Native American women and African American women. So we know the shitty things our government has done, and that's why I don't put anything past. Yeah, them. I, I think the guy in Las Vegas is is maybe former FBI um, who went off the deep end, and so I mean, I just. There, there's so many things that I, I can see. I don't put, I never say never on anything because so, I know how shitty our government is. What you're saying is you're a conspiracy theorist because um, the definition of conspiracy is basically anything that's not the official narrative. So if you say anything that doesn't follow the official narrative, you're a conspiracy theorist. That's conspiracy just the de- definition of it. <laughs> yes, I, I get what you're saying. Like, I'm not going to say that George Bush blew up the twin towers and anything like that i yeah. i'm the same way like i think it's just as dangerous to come to a set well, conclusion yeah. of on the opposite side well it definitely wasn't this mainstream right. narrative it obviously was definitely this i think yeah. that's just as dangerous right. as as following the mainstream narrative when you're following one person down a rabbit right. hole that's saying well this was triggered by sonic Right. Lasers or something, yeah. sonic lasers, whatever. <laughs> you, you know, like I, right. I think people that get stuck in right. that camp and can't like, it's the same with politics. If you can't like find some kind of middle ground, then you're you're playing the same game right. as the people that follow the mainstream right. narrative. So yeah, I, I'm always willing to follow the white rabbit. Um, you know, again, I don't put myself in a box. Mm-hmm. I I will listen to anything because again, I know how shitty people are. I know how shitty our government's been. And I, I, I don't put anything past them. Sure. So let me ask you: Did was there? Let, let's just go through some of them. All right. See what see what your opinion is. Okay. And um, you don't have to tell me what you think happened, but um, I'll question a couple of them, the mainstream narratives, and see where you sit with it. Do okay. you think Kennedy was killed by Lone Man in the book Depository? No. No, you think it's possible that he was killed. In the book depository, you think it's possible? The mainstream narrative is even possible. No, I don't. I, I no, I threw. I completely take the mainstream narrative and throw it out the window with Kennedy. Mm-hmm. Okay, conspiracy theorist. Um, <laughs> do you think? I'll be safe on this. Do you think 
man walked on the moon when they said they walked on the moon on that day. Do you think that they put a man on the moon on that day? I'll be honest with you. Um, I, I've heard the conspiracy theories. I haven't looked really far into it. Okay. Um, I, 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 as of right now, yes. Okay. Yeah. Just because you have nothing to else to go uh, right, off of. Right, right. Again, I haven't looked into it at all. My only thought on that is, like, I'm not one that's, like, I, I I hear people and I know people that are like, there's no way we've ever been in space because of the whatever belt of radiation that they say we can't get through. There's no sure. way possible. Or the flat earthers, uh, whatever. I, I, I know some flat earthers um, that say space isn't even a thing. Um, mm. I'm not to that level. I'm not even saying that man never walked on moon. I have a hard time believing that they walked on the moon on that date in what what year was that? 1969. 69. Um, because of just the... I, I don't know. We were just at a, a freaking race to get to the moon. And the way I, the way I describe my feelings towards it is um, we were at, with a, in a race with the Soviet Union to be the first people to the moon. Right. Similar thing happened... The South Pole. There was two teams wanting to be the first team to the South Pole. Right. One team made it to the South Pole. What did the other team do? Died. Well, they did die, <laughs> but they continued to push to the South Pole. They didn't stop right. just because somebody else made it. Right. So the fact that the Soviet Union is just like, pack it up, boys. They already made it. That, to me, is just like, right. but did they make it? Or was it, um, did they have some kind of dealing with it? Like we're, we're both spending way too much money on this thing. Right. We gotta, we gotta cut this thing off. So let's make some kind of side deal where, yeah. or, you know, maybe because of the race, we made up a video or something that showed we got there just to prove right. that we won. Because I, I think Kennedy had said, dude, it's going to be like 10, it, we won't get here to the moon in a decade. Right. It, he said it's not possible. And then what, like four years, five years later, yeah, we got a man years. on the moon. Yeah, right. So yeah, um, it's hard for me to believe that we stepped on the moon that day. Do right. I think we did at some point? It's likely. It's yeah. it's possible. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, I mean, that's a hell of a secret Neil Armstrong took to his grave. Well, you look at Buzz Aldrin. He's he's had some weird, weird conversations in his later days in, mm -hmm. in interviews, and people point to that and just like, what's he hiding and stuff? Right. And if you watch some of his interviews, it's like, I don't know, maybe he is hiding something. Yeah. Um, so if you yeah. really want to look into it, there's stuff out there, but mm -hmm. um, it's not one that I'm just like, no, there's no chance in hell we made it to the moon. Right. But that's what I, the one thing I always go back to is, why did the Soviet Union just all of a sudden stop? stop. Maybe they did run out of money because it's the Soviet Union. They did right. go broke, but... I didn't stop them from building nukes to try to kill right. us. Yeah. So, right. Um, who knows? But yeah. that, I mean, that's one of them. Um, we'll just leave it at that because I don't want to get us kicked off YouTube for <laughs> some of the other ones that are I'm like. I'm curious to know where we're going now. Well, <laughs> I know where you're going. Yeah. So, we'll save it for a, a later day. Okay. Um, so, you are a conspiracy theorist. We'll just say it right off the bat. Sure. So. Why not? Why not? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, that is all the questions. Do you have any more questions, or should we move? Uh, I say let's go ahead and move on. All right. Well, do you know what time it is now? Oh, I have not heard that tune in a long time. I haven't heard this tune in forever. Some people probably don't even know what this tune yes. means. Do you feel patriotic listening to this? I really do. I, I feel like I need to stick some macaroni in a hat. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, no, a feather in a hat and call it macaroni. Yeah. Why didn't you call it macaroni? So... This music, if this was a segment of... Let's start with this one. 
And if you're listening in podcast land on, on the podcast platforms, we'll try to explain these memes as best as possible um, so you guys can get a feel for it. Otherwise, uh, check out the YouTube video um, so you can see some of these memes if you want to know. And we do have a section. Um, we have our forums, and if you guys have some shitty memes that you want included in this uh, segment when we do these in the future, just send those memes our way because we love to, <laughs> we love to talk shit about them. Definitely. That is not what I meant to hit. There it is. So this one is um, from. It's taken from the game show um, Family Feud. What's th- what's that guy's name again? Harvey. Oh, Steve Harvey. Steve, Steve Harvey. Harvey. I was gonna say Paul Harvey, but that's the. Um, now you know the rest of the story. Oh, Paul. That's uh, Paul Harvey. That, yeah, I almost said Paul Harvey. Yeah. That's what it is. So this one is Steve Harvey doing um, Family Feud, and it says, "Name something that triggers the left." Um, and it has the list of answers um, on the board. At, if you don't know what the family feud is, yes. I don't know where you've been living. Um, <laughs> so the answers are the Constitution, secure elections, national anthem, rule of law, the American flag, personal responsibility, oh, damn. science, and Donald Trump. Wow. Yeah. That went all out This on is that. hardcore. Yeah. And I understand like where these are coming from. Yeah. But again, this is... I don't think all people on the left hate the Constitution or hate the American flag or um, <laughs> the personal responsibility one is just like, really? <laughs> right, yeah. That's, it's like, that's harsh. Obviously, you're not trying to improve yeah. America's situation right. here. You're just trying to be scream at the left. Yeah, be a dick at the left. But they are funny. It's yeah, funny. but It is. It is. Um, and I, I see both sides of the story. But yeah. um, for one side, obviously, this is the right poking at the left yeah. here so but you know if, if you say that you take someone on the left right mm-hmm. and you ask them the meaning behind each of those and then someone on the very right the meaning of each of those we, and they're gonna have different well we've talked about this remember yeah, we right. we talked about the like la- just the language of right like fox news versus yeah. um like msnbc and what did we come up with like 35 percent of the words mean something right. totally different yeah like in the english language yeah and it's like no wonder we're not on the same page because they are intentionally making things mean different things right so yeah it, it, yeah so it's easy to see why like you said people would see have different opinions like different definitions yeah. of these things yeah the next one i have here is this one it's a picture of a section of a wall and it says build the wall is now being called hate speech it's time to flood facebook with hate speech Build that wall, Mr. President. First of all, this was posted just like yesterday, and it made me think, this is a little late here. Like, this is like 2020, 2019 memes. Like, why are you still posting? Why are you holding on to old shit? It's the same people that think Donald Trump's still the president. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, um, first of all, that's stupid that you're still posting this meme. Second of all, again, what are are you accomplishing here by saying, oh— Look at this hate speech. Yeah. If you have to say, well, I'm going to post this because they're calling it hate speech, you're obviously saying, I'm going to be a dick now. Right, right. And I have no yeah. intention of even having a conversation yeah. here. I just want to post this shit. I had seen someone posted, uh, we can't wait till 2024 for Donald Trump to come back. We need him now. Oh, God. It's like, so what are you going to do? <laughs> so I guess add to my questions, does Donald Trump run in 2024? I think he will. You think so? Yeah. You think he he'll win in twenty twenty four? No, no. You think he has a chance? Do you think he gets past the primaries? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. 
You think the Republican Party knows what they have with him? No, I take that back. He won't get past the primaries. No? Yeah. No, I, I don't think he will. I, I think I think the majority of America is ready to move past Trump. Mm-hmm. I would like to think that, but then you get memes like this that say, yeah, but build I gotta, that wall, Mr. President. I, I got to believe that's like the, the like back 5% that you think so? thinks he's still super, pre- you know, that he's secret the president. All right, next one. It says, anti-vaxxers really be like, you're just going to listen to doctors who studied medicine for 10 years? Wow, enjoy being sheep. I'm going to listen to a stay-at-home mom's Facebook page because I'm an independent thinker. Basically talking shit about the people like us that are skeptical of the vaccines. Right. Yeah. It's so like, oh, you're just going to listen to doctors who study medicine for 10 years? Like yeah. talking shit about us people. Right. When it's not doctors who study medicine for 10 years, it's politicians like yeah. Dr. Fauci yeah. that... Flip on a dime for yeah. political gain or right. for financial gain. Yeah. Who have been lobbied to, to report certain findings mm. and, and are changing the their testing mm. so that they can get the results they want. And you it's mean? not I'm not listening to a stay at home Facebook mom no. page either. I am actually reading right. the stuff that's coming out on yeah. a daily basis now, how yeah. things are changing and being like what the hell's going on here? So yeah. this is stupid here, calling everybody who has any skepticism of the vaccine saying, well, obviously um, the people that are following the the doctors are obviously the sheep when what yeah. everyone else is just following Facebook moms. No, that's not the case at all. Yeah. So, yeah. Anything else to add to that one? <laughs> no, it speaks for itself. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Here's a funny one. This is a cartoon saying Biden, the Biden energy plan. And this was actually a retweet from Ted Cruz. So he's the one who posted this thing. On the left here, there's a cartoon. It says, breaking news, Biden changes his stance on oil and gas pipelines. And it shows the XL pipeline, it says, still closed. And then on the right, it shows um, kind of a a love handle muffin top (laughs) version of shirtless um, Putin. Putin, who, from what I've seen, he doesn't have that muffin top. So no, no, he's, uh, pretty, he's, he's pretty ripped he's from what I've seen. Yeah. But it says, me- meanwhile in Russia, it says, pipeline from Russia to Germany, and Biden is with Putin shirtless. Biden's not shirtless, but Putin's no, shirtless, and they're holding God. up a sign that says, make Russia great again. Wow. So that's the Biden energy plan, according to Ted Cruz. Yes, that's, um, that's pretty harsh. You think Ted Cruz is doing his job to unify the country? <laughs> no, I don't By posting so shit like this? No. But I mean, we've we've said the same things, yeah, right. But obviously, this is a one-sided thing. Um, obviously, this is doing nothing. Yeah. And for a senator to be posting these memes, it's like, shouldn't you be doing your goddamn job? Dude? Well, exactly. Yeah. It's like there's plenty of other people that are going to post shit like this. Mm-hmm. You you need to not be doing it this dickish stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and everybody bitched about Trump and his social media and stuff, mm-hmm. and then we have Ted Cruz with his mullet doing this. Who I think will be running against Trump. You think so? You think Ted Cruz has a chance, a snowball's chance in hell? No. I think he he has given himself enough black eyes this year that he's not going to come back yeah. from it, no matter how many bottles of water he hands out at the border. Yeah, no, I agree with that. All right, the next one. Let's see if I can blow this up a little so we can see it. Nope, it's not going to. There we go. Says, forgetting a mask for a few seconds is so embarrassing. I'm terrified of someone thinking I'm a Republican. And that was posted by CHK Nuggets. So Chick Nuggets? Chicken Nuggets. Chick Chick Nuggets. Nuggets. Chick Nuggets. Interesting. The funny thing is I saw the same post from David Hogg, and it makes me wonder where it originated from. And it also makes me think, do you people have an original thought in your head? (laughs) Exactly. Because this clearly isn't an original post. 
And for you to come out and say, oh, I'm terrified of someone thinking I'm a Republican. <laughs> a, that says you don't want anything to do with Republicans. You have no intention of meeting right. somewhere in the middle. B, that says you're only wearing masks for political reasons. <laughs> right, exactly. Because um, a lot of the people that have reposted this have said it since they got vaccinated. They're like, well, I don't want to take my mask off because then it's going to be hard to determine who's like a shitty person, anti-masker, right. and then a vaccinated person. I, yeah. I can't remember who said that. It was one of the, I don't know if it was one of the few ladies or somebody Probably. St stupid I like that, them saying that. That was like, well, now I'm skeptical to take my mask off after because I don't want to, because of the negative. Oh, no, they were saying we got, now we have to like re, I think we talked about this, like, relearn how to like our thought process towards mm -hmm. people not wearing masks and not yeah. be, like learn to not be outraged by that again and it just says how political it is yeah. when you're only it's wearing really it sad. now to be to not be connected to republicans yeah right it's like, really sad like how much of it actually is you just wanting to separate yourself from mm -hmm. those shitty republicans out yeah. there and it's it's really sad. It's, it it is. goes from being like a oh we need this for safety to well we need this to so we know the difference yeah. between right and wrong. Right. Who who's those January six crazies and who's mm -hmm. you know on the side of the president? Right. Exactly. So <laughs> next next we got this one again. Oh, I like this one. This one says, I it's a guy like drinking a cup of tea. And he says, I will still be wearing a mask because last week society filled bags with gas. So because people are being fucking dumbasses, you're going to continue yeah. to be a fucking dumbass <laughs> right. wearing a mask. Two dumbasses do not make a smart ass. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like a, apples and oranges, man. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> And I've seen all over the place. It's like, well, I'm going to keep wearing them because people are stupid. I, I think my next one is. Uh, so well, the next one is right in line with this. So, no, that's we already did that one. Shit. Where'd the other one go that I had? All right. Did you, did you double meme? I, I did double meme. So maybe I have it. Maybe I don't. Well, that's like you, you've seen the picture of the lady with the mask on filling up the, her car um, or trying to fill up her car with like a. A gas tank that's been closed. Yes. You know, it's like wrapped in the out of order thing, yep. you know. And then on sticker, she's got a Biden sticker on the back of her car, uh, build back better. Yeah, yeah. And it, it's obviously a politicizing thing. I wonder how much of that was photoshopped in the first place. Well, the first time I saw it, it didn't have the Biden sticker on it. Yeah. The second time I saw it, it did. So let me see if I can find some of the other ones that you we had sent each other. Because um, I had more than this. I don't know where they went. That That angers me, though. Let me see if I can pull them up. I'm sorry. Again, being shitty. There was one that was in relation to last week's conversation. And there was another. There was basically one that was saying, yes, I'm going to keep wearing masks because of stupid people out there. Mm -hmm. It was right along these same lines. And it's just like, really? Really? You're going to base your... It, it, now we're moving away from science and just moving into... Uh, the same thing of, I, I just want to keep separated from stupid people out there in the world. <laughs> I mean, yes, we're stumbling over ourselves, but it's because some of these were too good not to share. Here's one here. I don't know if you can see this one, but it, it says, oh, yeah. sometimes the cattle brand themselves. And I hope to God these aren't real people that have tattoos of their, um, uh, like their vaccine I, I, I think, slip. I think... 
that one with the vaccine slip is legit. You think so? I, I think I've you got seen one that. that's got a COVID sign that says Moderna, whatever number, and the date that he got his vaccine. There's one that's a COVID, uh, the COVID virus with a Band-Aid over it and the date that he got vaccinated in the Johnson Johnson logo. And then I can't read the other one. These there. are people that would tattoo Nickelback one. on their back. Oh, God. <laughs> Freaking Nickelback. It's this post is what's wrong with the world. <laughs> I mean, if you're getting this this stuff, rant, like I'm not saying yeah. it says sometimes the cattle brand themselves, but you're just an idiot if you get this stuff tattooed on yourself. Yeah. That I mean, that's the bottom line. You're just fucking retarded. I mean, I, I'm all for tattoos. I'm not. One of those ones that are like, oh, don't, um, shit, there's my Facebook screen. Nobody oh. wants to see that. Mm. Let me get off that. Don't be that guy. Don't be an idiot. So this one says, 2020, workers, why are you firing us? Businesses, we won't make enough money to survive. So they fired him because they won't make enough money to survive. In 2021, business says, why won't anyone work for us? Workers say, we won't make enough money to survive. And businesses are a shocked Pikachu face. <laughs> so, Everybody that goes should. that goes back to the whole, like, survival, like, livable wage and, yeah. and stuff, and, like, the push for minimum wage and how workers aren't going back to work because... They're not paying enough. They're not paying enough, and they'd ra make more money on unemployment and mm -hmm. stuff. So, there's that whole debate, like, are people just lazy and glomming off the government's money, or um, yeah. or is there an actual thing going on here? But yeah, that goes... I, I, go ahead. The, in Iowa, the, the governor, she's got rid of the, uh, the coronavirus extra unemployment yeah. starting in June, and people were furious, saying, well, if people paid more, people would go to work. And as we said, well, it, the economy's so unstable, mm -hmm. you know, and bet... Obviously, people don't agree with that. Yeah, here, here's a funny one here. This will be the last one I share, and then we'll move on. This one is just funny. <laughs> yeah, I like this one. It's Joe Biden looking out the window. It says, purple crayons don't taste like grape. And then you got Kim Jong-un at the bottom saying, I no longer craziest leader, LOL. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, though. It is. <laughs> we laugh, it is. but it's true. It I mean, is. It, is, it is sad that, I mean... Come on, that they man. would that they would prop up somebody yeah. with with any kind of condition and say this man is I mean he's obviously just a tool for them yeah. literally a tool literally um so I don't know that's all I got I guess I thought I had more but again we haven't had an opportunity to do the party line patriots right. and I like talking shit about people and I like memes so yeah. it, this is a fun segment it's that we started worlds. we started this from the very beginning before the show even started that was one of my first um. Yeah ideas and concepts and i was like dude we got to do this and so we need to get back in the habit of doing that um we are well over our time so i think we're about out of time for today um again this one went a little longer because yeah. i mean we had questions to answer we yeah. had people to talk to so so and we had it was a fun episode memes to talk shit about yeah. it's always nice to pull away from the bullshit for a yeah. little bit even though obviously the bullshit comes up in topic with these right. questions but it's not like we're having to like dive into the stuff and right. saturate our brains in this stuff. And um, I mean, we're not going to switch our format of our show anytime soon. No. We're going to keep doing what yeah. we've been doing. It's just nice to air out and take a breather from that. And again, next week is going to be a little bit different show too because we're celebrating our one year 
anniversary yeah. of the show, which is a big step for us, I think. Yeah, I it's mean, huge. Some shows have been around for 10 plus years. We've been around for a year, and we're happy for that, that yeah. we're still kicking. So And consistent. Yep, yeah, we are going to get out of here. Make sure you check out that show. We are going to try to have some special guests on, some of our... Um, I, I keep wanting to say our favorite guest. It's not our favorite guest because no. we've loved all our guests yeah. we've had on. It's been a blast. But it's the so, ones we can get. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the easier ones to get on. So so uh, make sure you check back that. It's going to be, we're moving it to Tuesday, next Tuesday night because of Memorial Day. We don't. We know people are going to be busy doing yeah. family things. We don't want to try to pull guests away from their families. We don't want to try to pull you guys away from your families. And we also have our own Memorial Day plans that we might be doing potentially too. So yes. um, we are pushing next week's live stream to Tuesday, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. So make sure you check that out. We'll post up links and uh, reminders all over the place for that. Check out the weekend wrap-up as usual where we will wrap up all the bullshit that's going on in the world. Otherwise, just um, enjoy your week and yeah. keep doing what you're doing and keep spreading the word around. Check us out all over social media. Like and share this all over the place so we can keep spreading the word around. Smack it hard. Smack it hard. Smack it. Smack it good. Peace. We're going to get out of here. Goodbye. The Break the Bell Podcast is brought to you by you. So pat yourself on the back because without you, we would be talking to ourselves. A special thanks to our Patreon members, Remzo and Justin. A shout out to our sponsors, Goulash Media. On the run with Remzo W. Martinez Podcast and Van Zot Media. If you'd like to help support us, visit patreon.com slash breakthebell or buy our garbage at breakthebell.bigcartel.com. Get back here next time and let us continue to invade your ear holes and as always, never stop talking.